Yo, I put it like wow. This that sound. These oaks don't work hard like me. I hope they know by now. Bail, bam. Stand my ground. Throw these money trees go overseas like Percy Tau. I'll make sure you stay around. Quiet when I'm under loud. No negatives allowed. Me positivity took a vow. I always play to win. Don't anticipate loss. Mind always in the clown, my boy. Never think about the drop. Never, ever, ever think about the drop. Welcome to it, sports fans. It is the MKT show. The MKT show. The day after Ghana have been eliminated. The first big casualty from the African Cup of Nations in the year 2022 for a tournament that is 2021. AFCON 2021 has seen its first big casualty. Ghana out. People are not happy about that. Now, South Africans are saying justice. Um, Ghanaians are saying don't come, don't come home. I'm seeing a lot of that. Some, some Ghanaians are saying come home and say sorry, you know. Now, Andre Ayu and the, his brother, I forget what his brother's name is, plays for Crystal Palace. Isn't it Jordan? Jordan Ayu. Yeah, that's going to be ugly. Big fallout coming there. Mm. They are not happy. Like, like not happy at all. South Africans are delighted, uh, trolling Ghana on Twitter following the worst offside decision in the history of mankind. Not necessarily denying Bafana Bafana, mm. but, you know, if you if you're pathetic like us, then you have you got to find every excuse, you know. <laughs> Ryan, what's happening? Ugh, not too much. Mm. Ghana out. Yeah, dead. I won't lie, I didn't see that coming, but I do find it a bit hysterical. They played they played terribly. I mean, we did a watch along for the very first one. Yeah, I forget which uh, it was. Ghana against. I forget who it was, but um, it wasn't Malawi, was it? No, were they in that group? Can't remember. I just remember we 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 commented on the uh, on the kit saying it was pretty pretty good. Yeah, but now that kit is gone. Uh, that kit will never, ever again. Yeah, be seen at Afcon because they'll have a new one for the next Afcon. It's too bad. Too bad. Too sad. But don't be terrible. That's that's the secret. It's not too bad though because they didn't actually sell the shirts for Afcon. Otherwise, we would have had some shirts for Afcon. Now it's gone very, very badly for Ghana there. They're out. And we had a couple of Ghanaian fans on our TikTok live who were actually trashing me for spotting Morocco. <laughs> Old Starboy there. Yeah. One of one of the ugh. one of the handles. Starboy is not going to be happy. No. So what happens though, you know, is if you're terrible although I feel like as South Africans, we're probably quite a bit we're further down the road of disappointment than Ghana. This is new for them. For us, the standard procedure. That's what I'm saying. Mm. You, you know what I mean? If you, if your three girlfriends into terrible, you know what I mean? Mm. Like your first girlfriend, terrible. Second girlfriend, terrible. By the third one, you really should be, you know, okay, well, girlfriends are terrible. <laughs> I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying if your three girlfriends in. Or three or four marriages in. You know what I mean? Then it's you, not for you. Yeah. Maybe winning's not for Ghana, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not judging. Yeah, they are. You are a little bit. I, I'm not judging, but I'm also judging a little bit. That's terrible what they've done. It's so bad. And it's not like, it's not like they had the hardest group in the world either, you know what I'm Aren't saying? Aren't they called the Black Stars? 
they are called the Black Stars. They don't even call them stars anymore, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, just the team. Uh, the, the, you can't say black team because then people just say, <laughs> do you mean, because in, in the world we live in, you're like, oh, you're referring to their skin color. No. You just got to, what do you call them now? Just black guys. No, that doesn't work either. Fumbles. But you got to, what about the dark? You got to say something about the darkness. But, mm. but maybe in today's woke era, it's too close to, oh no, you're referring to their skin, skin color. Mm. Maybe, maybe say, instead of black stars, black day, black, oh, darkness, just darkness. No, again, that's. The worst part is Ghana once then come up and apologize. Like, I think that's probably the worst thing. They lost to the Comores. Yeah, yeah. A holiday destination. I got a, oh, did you see the red card though? Ugh. <laughs> Andre, are you? Again, failure and leadership twice. But in the game we were watching, remember they, they weren't, um, they caused havoc. The, the IU brothers. Yeah. Ah, well, you know, let's move on. Morocco, brilliant. They threw, no problems. It was a draw, but, you know. Listen, listen. Like, I'm sporting Morocco in case anyone doesn't know yet. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty satisfied with our performance. Yeah, we've missed a couple bangers, but we top of the log, and I'm happy with it. Gabon are through without Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who denies that he had... Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the accusations. No, I did. Uh, <laughs> but he denies it. He says that's not why he's gone back to London. Mm. It's a health matter. Sure. He... Yeah, there aren't any, there, there isn't ill discipline involved. You know what I'm saying? That's according to Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, who's the captain of Arsenal Football Club. Do you think what he's doing is sabotaging Arsenal? Because think about it. Comes out, oh, heart problems, price drops, quicker move. I'm not sure what his value is anymore. It's been two seasons now of just being that guy. Of mediocre. Weird, actually. Like mediocre, you can deal with. It's just been weird, dude. Yeah. Like, like he's played terribly for two seasons now. That's not good enough. No. And now without him, Arsenal are better. Because you've got to remember, Arsenal came eighth for two seasons in a row. And now they're going to finish top seven, top six. Yeah, but they, they were, I remember when I was joking around with my friends who support Arsenal, they were always at six. Six was like their magic number. Yeah. And so now, what they've downgraded to eight. Well, they've been eighth for two seasons in a row. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. And it's too bad because Arsenal was always a really powerful club. As much as they didn't win, they were competitors for the for the top four run. Yeah, Arsene Wenger said uh, it's a trophy to be in the top four. I think that's when Arsenal died. This is not it's not like Arsenal when I grew up, you know. In the in the noughties, early noughties, that's who you wanted to support. Mm. They played the best football. They had the best, they had Thierry Henry, Vieira, Petit, Grimondi, Ashley Cole, Lauren, Sol Campbell, Martin Keown, Tony Adams, David Seaman, Jens Lehmann, Sylvain Wiltord, Robert Perez, Freddie Leonberg, Paul Merson, Ray Parler. I mean, this was like, this was the team. Dreamcast Arsenal. Oh my goodness, are you kidding? Ian Wright. <laughs> no, no, like Colo Torre. Yeah. What a team. Cesc Fabregas. 
actually, I used to enjoy watching foot, uh, like Arsenal play football. I know Chelsea and Arsenal are rivals, but I used to enjoy watching how they played football. Thierry Henry used to get clapped at every stadium. What other player do you know ever has ever had that? I guarantee you, I've been watching football since I was five years old. It's never happened in the Premier League. Is it? Thierry Henry was so good, no matter what stadium he played at, at the end of the game, they clapped him. That, that, that's never happened in England. That's, that's awesome. how good Arsenal were. They were untouchable, unbeatable for a season. Mm. The Invincibles. So, what a joke. <laughs> Hysterical. So, here we are. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, the captain of Arsenal Football Club. Uh, is complicating things. Another place that's getting complicated, which we'll talk about, is Everton. Uh, they need a new manager. And we'll talk about the top four. Uh, that's that's starting to take shape. Chelsea, obviously, yesterday getting the draw against Brighton, which is what it is at this stage. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. And then, as I said, Ghana out. Algeria in problems. In serious problems. Mm. Uh, we, we cover... So you can come and join us on uh, the MK T-shirt on TikTok. Ivory Coast... Can dash Algeria's dreams make this probably the worst defense of any title in the history of mankind? Although, was it France that didn't even go through to the Euros after they won it? Somebody, somebody lost in the group stage after they were champions. Was it? That I'm not sure of. It was one of the World Cups or something. But uh, yeah, Algeria may actually leave Afcon without a goal scored at all. By the way, they still haven't scored. A terrible. Goal. That is terrible. So that's Friday. Um, that'll be what Friday the 21st we will have Algeria Ivory Coast for all the marbles and Algeria have to win they have mm. to win they're on one point and if they do not win I wonder what the response will be to that I wonder how North Africa will respond to that Algeria because they've also been talking about a smack you know what I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so if you are in Southern Africa I wonder what you're feeling about that. Uh, Algeria, champions, of course, of AFCON. Riyad Mahrez and that lot. Boy, oh boy. Uh, not going so well. Um, so, Ryan, yesterday we did a watch-along. You know, we had um, PZ with us. Paul Mohale, which was quite fun. These watch-alongs are very fun. So, look out for more. We're going to do more watch-alongs. Look out for that on TikTok. Not mm. just AFCON. You know what I mean? There's other tournaments. There's other football. There's other sporting events. You've got for more stuff. Because that's what you've got to do in life. More stuff. You know what I'm saying? No, it has been, has been quite a lot of fun. We, uh, we get to interact with um, the people who listen to the show a little more. Because uh, it's different. It's a different format than, than your standard YouTube and, and um, you know, podcasting formats. So it's more instant. More like, you know, you're just hanging with friends watching football. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a very cool way to interact with people. So if you are listening to the podcast on Spotify or wherever you may listen to your podcast, please do leave a five-star rating because now you can rate people on Spotify, by the way. Yeah, I saw this. Yeah. This is a new thing. Very new. So Daniel Eck saying, hey, we need to be able to rate stuff. You know what I mean? You have to. I didn't start this not to collect data and I'm trying to buy Arsenal. Shout out Daniel Ek. Remember, he was yeah, trying, I do remember that he was trying to buy Arsenal. He had Thierry Henry and Patrick Vieira with him. It's hilarious. Which is awkward now because Patrick Vieira is the Crystal Palace manager. <laughs> 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 but I do, on a very serious level, think they're preparing 
um, Patrick Vieira to be Arsenal manager soon. Uh, Arteta is on the clock. I think Patrick Vieira, he comes back, probably brings Henri back, brings some of the old boys back, say, guys, come back because we've got to win here. This is nonsense. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised Arteta has been around for this long with, with the results that he's had. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's an interesting one because everybody thinks they're like winners and champions and they keep talking about their history. And I think Arsenal eventually, like anybody who hits rock bottom in life, like sometimes it takes you to hit rock bottom and be eighth, you know what I'm saying? To realize, oh, it's not 2003 anymore. Because Arsenal went on this top four as a trophy thing for a while. Yeah. And then it got really toxic with Arsene Wenger, not just between the fans. It was like, if you stay too long, you, you ever had those mates that come to your house and stay too long? Yeah, when, when you stay past your, your welcome. You know what I mean? Say, yeah, yeah. But, but you've been like, you're hanging around and, and now it's just awkward for everyone. Like you, and Arsene Wenger did that. He, he overstayed his welcome. Yeah, Arsenal TV made that very clear. It wasn't their fault though. It, it, Arsene Wenger made it weird. It's, mm. it's, it had nothing to do with the fans. Like, Obviously, they voice their their opinions, which they should do because they they pay for the club to be what it is. Let's get that clear right now. You know, they've made the club. Obviously, the the money from billionaires is changing things. But without the without without the English fans, the the clubs are nothing. So for, the rest of us, yes, we're awesome, but we're icing. We're not we're not the cake. And mm. I love it when fans have a go because football's not. The, uh, listen, we saw in lockdown. Football sucks without fans. So, in fact, anything sucks that's a TV product without fans. Yeah. I mean, we, did you just watch the, the cricket series now? Terrible without fans. Ashes, amazing. Woo! Bit of chirping on the bench, you know, from the stands. Uh, you, like, it's such a big part of things. Arsene Wenger made it so weird. Mm. He made it weird. Like, if you're fighting with your girlfriend or wife after, like, three years, just leave. Like, it shouldn't be hard after three years. Arsene Wenger, after 15 years, and you're fighting with somebody, time to get a divorce, dude. And you're like, well, what was weird was that they left it up to him. That's mm. such a weird way to do it. Why didn't Arsenal just get rid of him? Because maybe they've just never had the, had the guts. Oh, they've certainly had the guts. Uh, George Graham got caught in a bit of a situation in the 90s, if you know, you know. Um <laughs> They uh, listen. Pat Rice, one of their very own, before they got Arsene Wenger, got chopped. So Arsenal was a cutthroat. Hey, listen, let's be very clear. But here we are. You know the Arsenal. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about Everton. And you know, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Nothing works in life unless you're stable. If you want to be successful, find a stable organization. Find a stable life partner. Not perfect. I didn't say perfect. There's no perfect. But stable. Stable's not that... It's actually not that hard. It's not that hard to, to ask for, but it's really difficult to achieve. Stability is really, really... Because you have to find people that are selfless. And m most people I've encountered aren't selfless. Because people stop. Oh, I'm a little bit tired. I'm a bit sore. You know, it's just about them. But if you want to win, can't can't be just about you. Like, no one cares if you're tired in the real world. You know what I'm saying? And Everton have made it weird. They've made it so weird. 
So let me tell you something. David Moyes was manager for 11 years. Right? And they've never known success like that in modern day football. The nine years since David Moyes has been gone, they've had six managers. <laughs> it's outstanding. So 11 years, one manager. Champions League appearances, top four, top five, top six, guaranteed top seven. The nine years since it's six managers. And what it tells me is this. You know, everybody says, if I, if I just had more money, it would solve all of my problems. No. If you're a wreck of a human being, money is only going to make it worse. Because money doesn't change you. It makes you more of who you are. And every, everyone thought, and I've got to be honest, I fell into this trap. Oh, Everton have more money now. They're going to be amazing. They're going to. And then they had Michael Keane as their captain. And then they bought Yeri Mina. And they stuck with Seamus Coleman too long. And it got very weird with some of their purchases. They spent 40 million pounds on Alex Iwobi. What is going on? But folks, money makes you more of who you are. It's not clear to me what Everton's plan is. If you're a Chelsea fan, it's very clear what Roman was doing from the beginning. I'm going to buy the best resources in the world. Not the second best, not like people want them and I'm going to compete. I'm going to go right to the top shelf. We're going to be a superpower immediately. What are Everton doing? What is the plan? It doesn't seem like there's a plan. It's just like, we're going to spend mid-level money and hope for the best. Well, money doesn't solve your problems. I'm afraid six managers later in nine years, we're still not sure what the identity for the new ownership is. And here are some of the options that I read about, right? Frank Lampard. Well, I think it's a very dangerous job for Frank Lampard to, to take. I'll tell you why. Is that he's so early in his career and Mikel Arteta has gone through this process and I'm not sure. Arsenal... For all of their shortcomings, they've got a great ownership group. Stan Kroenke understands how to run sports organizations. He's got three of his own. Guys, he's built a $7 billion stadium. And I haven't stuttered there. $7 billion. The Super Bowl is about to be at his stadium. SoFi Stadium. Go and check it out. So the Arsenal ownership is actually great. Stop listening to uh, anybody who's saying, these guys don't know what they're doing. The people that don't know what they're doing let Arsenal rot. And then the Cronkies came through and they're like, oh, we've inherited a mess. This is going to take forever to fix this. So Frank Lampard has too much to fix and he's still learning how to manage. So I don't see that Everton have the right football people there already to help Lampard. I think it's very risky for him. Obviously, great job because there's good resources. But it's a dangerous job to take. And also, if you're Everton, be very careful. Because Lampard was fine when he had the youngsters. But what happened when the talent arrived? It fell off a cliff in that second season. It's very different to manage young people than to manage established superstars. Jose Mourinho is the one, is the other one I've been hearing. Um, and I would say, I've always said this, if you're nine, date nines. Don't date a seven. Don't do it. It's gonna, that gap, that's a two, too much tension involved in that. The gap between you and your partner, too much tension. Don't do it. If you're a nine, date nines. Jose Mourinho is way too big for Everton. Way too big. It happened with Tottenham already. He's way too big because Jose wants to work with the finest. 
I like Calvert Lewin, but Jose is used to working with Drogba, Karim Benzema, Ronaldo, Bale. That's that's the level Jose Mourinho wants to work at. Can't be working with Alexi Wobi. Imagine Jose Mourinho with that. I actually heard he gave a statement saying he's quite happy at Roma. I don't know if he's happy. He's just like, well, I'd move if it was <laughs> top. You know, I'd go to Liverpool. I wouldn't go to, you know what I mean? I just don't know how much longer he can survive in the in the Prem for because I mean he's he's made quite the rotation. He was at Chelsea twice. He went to United. Who else? Um, wasn't there a third? No, no, that's been is, it. Is that the is that oh the, Tottenham, Tottenham, yeah. Tottenham. How many more Premier League teams does he want to manage? You know, maybe he's he's done with the Premier League. Maybe he's not well respected in the Premier League. Yeah, maybe maybe his gloss is gone. I mean, I said it earlier <laughs> in the week that maybe he's an old school guy, but this does this is a disaster. He's gone in six months from Everton because he'll get so frustrated. It's almost like I would imagine if I dated a twenty six year old, we'd would be flipping, screaming at each other half the time because. If you're 26, you want to be about that life, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whereas I'm like, no, I want to go to bed because I'm training tomorrow morning. And it's it's a Friday night. Do you know what I'm saying? That's not the 26-year-old girl's fault. She wants to live her best life. That's what young people want to do. I'm like, no, I want to, <laughs> like tomorrow, I want to do, do some work at the office on a Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Sure. The tension. So Jose comes there. He's like, no, I expect $100 million for one player, not for the full transfer budget. That's crazy. What are you talking about? And I think that would cause too much tension. So it just doesn't work for either side. You have to know what you are. Like Everton are not at Mourinho's level. Mourinho is not at their level. He's done with that phase of his career. He did that at Porto already. Yeah. He's already done that. He hasn't. And with ego guys like Mourinho, the problem is he has nothing left to prove. So Mourinho will tell you, you're lucky to have me. Everton will be like, no, no, no. You're lucky to be here. This is a story club. Say, what are you talking about? Yeah. And you saw it with Tottenham, right? He got too demanding and Daniel Levy panicked. He, he got Tottenham to a final and they still fired him the, the day before the final, basically. Yeah, how was that? Eh? Well, that's what happens. That's what happens when a nine dates a six. There's too much tension. You, you must know who you are. You must know where you are in life. Like, it's painful to hear. But if you think it's painful to say it out loud, like, if you get in a relationship with a girl, right? All right. And there's expectations. So she she wants that at a restaurant once a week life. And she doesn't just want a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? It's got to yeah. be a rooftop bar. And it's got to be starters, main meal, and maybe a little bottle or something. You know what I'm saying? That'll be the whole thing. Every week. I need that every Saturday. And you your financial situation is not there. And you take up that challenge. And now you're on your second credit card. Tension. Know who you are and play in that zone. If you're going to go Chelsea, go Chelsea. If you're going to go Man City, you better make sure that you you own half the world's oil. <laughs> that's the reality. Yeah. And if you're not that, that's fine. That's fine. Stick where you are. And I think you see a club like Brighton who know what they are. And they're happy to be there. They're not doing too much. Don't do too much. It leads a couple of years ago. That's why you haven't seen them in, in nearly 15 years. They did too much. They tried to compete with Arsenal and Liverpool and Chelsea at that point. Yeah, no, and we, it was a lie. 
If you haven't seen the film, go and see what happened with Leeds. They fell apart. They had the four best strikers in the league in one team <laughs> at, that, at a stage. It was Viduka, Kuehl. It was crazy. It was, it was madness. They had Rio Ferdinand in that team. Mark Viduka. It was just so crazy what was happening. And David O'Leary didn't make the Champions League. And, well, you know the rest. Absolute madness. Stay in your lane. Jose Mourinho uh, is a bad marriage for Everton. And the last one is hysterical. Guys are saying Wayne Rooney. I knew as soon as I heard Everton was opening up, I knew he'd be under consideration. Why? Wayne Rooney just has that tie to Everton. I don't know why. Well, I mean, he's from there. Uh, he was an academy guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying I don't know why the time... I mean, he's, he's still trying to get a hold of Derby properly. Yeah, but that's a whole different mess. But, <laughs> but also, like, without being funny, right, is... Sorry, but your personal life is a part of what you are. Like, I, I don't get these people who who think people can live double lives. It's not sustainable. Like, if you... I don't say Wayne Rooney's a bad guy, because I don't know what good, what's bad. Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not a moralist. But it's just, in certain circumstances, like, how does Wayne Rooney hold anybody to account with his very recent record, public record? You know, it's very easy... Like, like I'm quite sanctimonious about health and fitness, for instance, or science. But it's like, yeah, I can be that. I've got a science degree and I'm in great shape. So I can be that person. How does Wayne Rooney go to Alex Iwobi and say, be disciplined? But Wayne, we saw you. By the way, I think that's, I think that's three times Wayne Rooney's played outside of his marriage. Which, by the way, I have no problem with that. I'm not a moralist. But I'm just saying, if you're in a certain role in life, you can't be moving like that. And what? That's a manager. No, come on, guys. No, come on. Well, Wayne Rooney would be suicide for Everton. That's suicide. You're committing suicide. It's crazy. Mm. You can't give 100 million pounds to Wayne Rooney. Sorry. his. So I'm this person. Don't tell me what you are. Show me what you are. And Wayne Rooney's shown me to, he's loose, dude, in every, in every sense. And Everton's kind of a conservative club. And they're trying to head that way, right? Yeah. They're spending, they, they've spent 200 million in the last three seasons. So they're trying to go that way. They're not trying to be where they are now. Mm. What does Wayne Rooney bring outside of clout? It's not enough. Romance is not enough. Some so, say clout is worth more than money. Not in football. Football, I want substance. Clout's awesome in music. Like, you know what I mean? I'm a rapper. Yeah. Not in football. Because football, in the end, it's about playing football. Mm. Like, it's not about anything else. And I don't know if Wayne Rooney, in, in fact, I know for a fact Wayne Rooney's not at that level. And also, it's just too loose. Listen, the more and more, I think people, people sometimes are unable to do this in their minds. Everton's a business now. What happens if if controversy comes out of the CEO? Yes, to resign. What yeah. happened to the McDonald's guy? Resign. Um, McDonald's guy was in a, was in a legitimate relationship, by the way. It just so happened that the lady worked at McDonald's. They tried to keep a secret. Oh, sorry, it came out. You're out. So think of Wayne Rooney as the CEO. Don't think him because a lot of people go, "Oh, come on, he he's the he, he's the manager." Not anymore. You're the CEO now. 
Like the captain and the manager of a football club in the Premier League are the CEO of a company, of a multi-billion dollar company. Wayne Rooney, come on now. Imagine. Now, and people are who they are. Sorry. Like doing stuff with ladies is Wayne Rooney now. That's him now. Except that, guys. Imagine in six months now, photos come out with Wayne Rooney and more ladies. And he's the CEO of a company. Come on. Let me tell you the right um, coaches. If Everton are smart, you know what they need is a rebuild. Establish a culture. Sean Dyche, the Burnley thing seems to be over. I think they're going to get relegated this season. They've lost Chris Woods. Don't get Sean Dyche. What he'll do for you is give you something to build on. He's built a brilliant culture at Burnley, right? And he works with what he's got. So he's a good coach. And he's he's an old school manager. He's going to create a good mentality. You see what Burnley are. They, they're proper. And I'm afraid, folks, that is the right choice right now. But there's a little side to it. You've got to give him five years. And then you build from there. Because it's too late now. You've messed up so much. Sean Dyke is going to have to fix. Get rid of a Wobie. Get rid of Michael Keane. You're going to have to find a left back. Transition from Seamus Coleman. Right? The only good signing they've made, Everton. Well, they've made two. But I think the, the only proper one they've made is Abdullah, is uh, Decore. The rest of it is a mess. And Dinier, but now he's gone. Dinier was a smart move. Well, it tells you he was wrong. He also sulked at the end. You know what I'm saying? Rafa's been a bad... Do you know they've had six managers in nine years? Are you kidding? Like, imagine I said to you, I've had six girlfriends in nine years. Ryan, what would you think? Nine years. Six girlfriends in nine years. Like, listen to me as I say it out loud. Six girlfriends in how long? Nine years. What are you going to think? Like, be honest. I think you, you're active in your dating life. <laughs> and you're probably thinking, what's wrong with this? Like, but I mean, we've seen this with, with Manchester United now. Well said. It's becoming, is it becoming common? No, because you, you know what happens is people, and it, you, you see it with your own mates. Forget about clubs. You ever seen somebody who's made for relationships? Yes. Has a bad breakup. It's like, oh, he was his lady for five years. I don't know if you've had this. Maybe you're a bit young to have these types of friends. But he was in a stable relationship for five years and it ends. Right? And now my man's all over the place. Because yeah. he's trying to be that guy, but actually he's a relationship guy. Yeah. There are some people that are made to be habitual daters and they, the best version of themselves is when they're in a relationship. They are just those people. But then people try and act out. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Try and be those guys. Like, this is new, bro. Like, I got to make going through that right now. Like, it's not you, dude. That's what Everton and Man United are. Is they had 27 years with Fergie. David Moyes, 11 years. And look at where both are. Know yeah. what you are. You got to know what you are. The problem is both clubs. Oh, boy. All right. You think Everton should... um should move on. What do you think? The MKT Show. Let us know on the social medias. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. By the way, we're on TikTok. Mm. Ryan James, tin line. Still can't figure out how to change his handle on uh, Twitter. So you have to look at Hawksley. It's ridiculous. How do you spell Hawksley? H-A-W-X-L-I. I mean, listen to that. His name is Ryan Tinline. Awesome. One-eighth Jewish. Incredible stuff. It's the MKT Show. Thank you.
Ryan. Yeah. Got a text message from a friend of mine yesterday. She listens to the show. Okay. She said, why do I bother you so much about dating is how come I, I don't say anything about me dating or add, like, am I talking about relationships so much because I want to be in a relationship? So I said, okay, I'll, I'll ask Ryan because it's about him. Uh, for those who don't have any context, I've been saying, I've been trying to, cause I, I asked, well, James, it wasn't so much about dating. I just, I thought it was a classic idea to take your lady on a picnic and he refused to listen to my ideas. <laughs> and fair enough, you know, who I'm single, but, uh, I've been trying to get some ideas because <laughs> I'm not saying Ryan must go dating. I just, because he once told us obviously that he was going to be going to a few weddings with a few different ladies or possibly one lady. Like, I don't really know. I haven't, I haven't followed up on that. But she, this friend of mine, and she's, we're very close, said, maybe you want to be in a relationship. You know what I mean? To me. Why are you asking Ryan so much? So I don't know what you think of that. So do you? I'm not sure. Really. Not really right now. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like if an awesome person, you'd have to be awesome in my life to like turn me around right, right now. I'm not, I'm not saying I don't want to be in a relationship. Yeah. yeah. The relationships are great when they work. Yeah. So I'm, I don't know. It's, I'm, I'm in, in, in uh, like a similar predicament because, you know, with a lot of the stuff that we're doing now, we have become quite busy. And so it's not that I'm, I'm not open to it. It's just somebody would have to really like find the time and, you know, be as awesome as, as what you say. Mm hmm. To, to make it work. Cause otherwise, you know, I, I'm just starting my career now. And obviously, I'm trying to work at it as, as best as I can. But at the same time, I'm trying to have that, that balance. But to find that balance is a bit of a struggle. It's tough. <clears throat> it's tough. All it's right. tough when you want to win. Yeah, cool. Winning's not for everybody, mate. It's not for everyone. No, no, no. Winning's for very few. For, for, in fact, winning's for only one person in every circumstance. Winning is a zero sum game. Yeah. Cause it, in order for me to win, you have to lose. I know a lot of people say in life, we can all win. No, we can't. We can all be content. We can all get along. We can all be nice. We can all be those, many of those things. And, and life, life's very nature. I believe is best when it's not zero sum, but in terms of business, there, there can only be one person who wins. Only Microsoft are winning. Only Apple are winning. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's no two winners. No, so Elon Musk isn't sharing Tesla's top spot in the world right now with everyone. Elon Musk could have been married by now. He has uh, four times, I think. Five times. Uh, no, well, I'm saying with Grimes, the most recent. Oh, are they married? Baby. No, uh, I actually don't know if they're married. Because they gave the baby an alien name, hey? That lady, that, is that yeah, the lady? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. that's, that's the lady. There. Is, is Grimes, uh, what, what does she do? She, she's a hip-hop artist. Uh, okay, cool. Awesome. But the reason why they broke up is because he... Did he break up with her? Yeah. Inevitable. Yeah, he's a single man. No, she said, and she even wrote a diss track... <laughs> Okay. She wrote a song about him. And it was Saying a, what? He didn't give her the time. 
Shock, a, shocker. Shocker, yeah. Was she sad? No. <laughs> Bitter maybe, but I don't think sad. But I mean, you know, it comes back to... Wait, Elon Musk married the same lady twice. Wait, is it, is it, was he married to Grimes? No, what, uh, Tulula Riley, right? Yeah. According to the most trustworthy thing in the world, which anyone in the world can edit, Wikipedia, Elon Musk married Tulula Riley from 2010 to 2012. And then they seem to have taken a, a break for a year. And then he married her from 2013 to 2016. Interesting. What do we think about that, right? Would you marry the same lady twice? A lot of people have, by the way. Oh, well, not a lot, but I know people who have. I just, I don't see it working out. I've got family members. What? Well, not, not direct family. It's more like... Second cousin. My cousin's... Um, well, I suppose they are married now. So he's like my cousin. But, you know, her fiancé or whatever, her husband. Mm-hmm. That's the word. Yeah, his... Yeah, once they're married, it's, like, <laughs> it's not fiancé anymore, yeah? Yeah, his, his, um, his family's, you know, a bit on the... I don't want to say strange, but it's 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 a different setup, and I just don't see it working the way I know how families are. So now you've you've now put yourself in a pickle here because you do need to tell me more. Is what are you talking about? Is so are you saying you don't see people that get remarried after? So let's say let's say I marry two women and then I get come marry the same lady like Elon Mustard. Is that what you're saying? You don't see that working. Yeah, I just I think once once you 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 make the call and it's done, I don't see it coming back. And why? Why? Why do you think that's not going to work? I'm interested in in how you I've think. I just I've in my life I've never like I know a couple people where it's happened, and it's like you know it goes back to to that old saying: "Fool me once, <laughs> fool me twice." But but what if you weren't ready? Both of you weren't ready at a time. You go and practice with some other people deal with your stuff and then you're like oh this is my soulmate or whatever nonsense people say i don't know look i, I i'm i'm a very uh i don't i don't know how to describe myself but when it comes to that kind of thing yeah like why rush into signing a contract again like if i know i, I know people in my family who haven't remarried like my aunt got married twice First husband didn't work out. Second husband passed. And she was like, you know what? This marriage thing isn't for me. But she's with someone. Partner, yeah. She has a partner. He also, two marriages, didn't work out the first time, didn't work out the second time. And so they're both together, but they agreed they'll never get married. And they've been together for 20 years. I always wonder if somebody in that situation, like imagine you've been in two marriages and then somebody who's never been married. Do you think that's going to work? Because that that brings its whole pickle. Yeah, that that I can't comment on. I'm I'm amateur at this as we speak. Yeah. So marriage is like next level. I can't comment on that. So, but would you be with somebody who's been married twice, like now, like because it's a time where a forty year old woman could be with you, right, at twenty six? Yeah, no, I don't think I could do that. It, you couldn't do the forty year old, or you couldn't do the the she's been married twice. Both. <laughs> it's too much baggage for me. I'm not looking for that kind of baggage. Right now, you're trying My to... My life is complicated as it is. Now I must factor in ex-husbands and possible kids. <laughs> I don't have time for that. 
because you're trying to you're trying to start a career. But some people say that, and this is what my friend was saying as well. Because I always say this, I'm like, okay, well, I don't want a partner right now because I'm trying to, I'm trying to run three business, well, two businesses at the same time. And um, she says, yeah, yeah, but a partner helps you build that. So have you ever thought about that? Maybe it might be worth your time because you're saying I want to build my career, and you're saying I can only do that on my own. So are you suggesting somebody else might not understand that you're always at work like Elon Musk style or you just don't see the value of that emotional support? Do you, do, no, do, I, do, I, you, do you know what I'm asking? Yeah, no, I do. I do see the value in it, but I'm talking about the other aspects. Okay, maybe if there's no kid involved, that does help. Oh, no, well, let's say, but, okay, let's say it's not the 40-year-old now. No, no, but I'm 26 people... At 20 people are having kids now. It's okay, getting but, ridiculous. But yeah, it is ridiculous. Uh, by the way, let's make it a motto worldwide. Please, let's slow down on the kids we can't afford. Um, so I'm saying just, okay, a lovely lady, because those are apparently still out there. I think, I think all of the lovely ones are taken, but fine, whatever. If you aren't taken, this is not a direct shot at you. And if you are offended, maybe you're not lovely, because I wasn't saying you're not lovely, but maybe you're not lovely and you're feeling too sensitive today. Yeah. That's guys and girls, by the way. If you're not taken, there's something wrong with you. Like, sort it out. Sorry. You know, we all have to accept that. Like, you can't... You, everyone says, oh, but I'm so great. No, you're not. There's clearly something wrong with you if you want to be in a relationship and you're not. Fix that, and then you'll be in a relationship. I disagree. Well, what are you saying? You're, you're lovely, and what's going on? Why aren't, uh, why aren't there any takers, right? But you don't want to be in a relationship. You just no, told no. me. I'm, but I've, I've always been open to it. I've just never... There's been no one who's... Look, I'm not like the walking supermodel at the gym yeah, but on Friday nights. That's not what relationships are about, are they? Well, I don't know. How long have you been out of the dating game for? Jeez, a while. When was the last time I had a girlfriend? 2017. Because the first step is to get their attention. And nowadays, you're at home all the time. Or, or at work. Yeah. There's not much going on. And you're online. And if you don't catch anyone's attention with... Things like that. It sounds so superficial, but it is. Well, at least in my experience. No, sure. Um, so, so you saying personality, that's a lie, or is that important four months into the relationship? I think that comes later. How much later? I don't know how much later. Because what, what always happens to me is um, I can never, ever meet someone and, and hit it off on, on a relationship level. But my friends get into into relationships with these girls and they come hang out with us. And then only when they're in, in a relationship with my friends, they come to me and they're like, oh, Ryan, you're such a nice guy. <laughs> Never known this about you. You know, you're such a sweet person. Why wouldn't anyone want to? And I was like, but four months ago, you wouldn't look at me. But, but you, you know wouldn't what? even like talk to me. Yeah, You are the opposite of how you look because you look like a rugby player. Yeah. But actually, you are... A super caring, super gentle person. And like, you and you think that the whole rugby player thing would help? No, but but that's the thing is also that that can be intimidating for for people. But actually, you are. I told you, especially now that you've shaved, you look like a tall baby. Um, <laughs> but you are a super caring, like super conscious person. You know, and. But but maybe also you got to be who you are. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're trying to be that guy, 
that's not who you are. Unless, I mean, I've only known you for what, five months now, September. Uh, what, mm, what's that? Five About five, five, six months. But just being around you is if you try to be that, you know, about that, that life or whatever, and it's not you, it's kind of the, like what you were saying is that personality comes later. What happens when your real personality kicks in? Because what if somebody thinks you're about their life and then you revert to just being regular, old, nice, caring Ryan eventually? And she's like, hey, I want to be... <laughs> I want to be doing cocaine lines on top of Kilimanjaro, and that's what I thought you were up front, hypothetically. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it just turns out you you want to go to a family bry on Saturdays. What the hell is this? This guy's crazy. He lied to me. I'm out of here. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I I understand what you're saying, but yeah, it just it never happens to me. So so so, but hold on. Are you saying you're willing to change yourself in order for it to happen for you, or are you? Do you think maybe just be who you are? I'm just being who I am, and don't settle. So you, so you're not going to change who you are. You're going to be a nice guy still. I want to, I want to change that, but I, I don't know how how people do it. Like I can't be horrible to people, and it's not that you have to be horrible to people, but I don't know how to change that personality trait of from nice guy to you know. I see the message on my phone. I'll reply and like. You know, three hours, make them wait. Like, I don't have that ego. Yeah. If you're a lady listening to this, sport at cliffcentral.com. Maybe you could, I mean, let's turn this into, um, what are those, uh, auntie, do you remember those shows where they'd, uh, like agony aunt? Yeah. Give us some advice here. You know, should, what should Ryan. No, no, no. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are we turning this on me again? No, no, no. No, but 180. You, let's let's turn this back on you. Let's, no, no, no. Fair, fair enough. I'm happy to talk about me, but you just told me it's never worked for me. Maybe, and you said you're open to it. I'm saying maybe there's a lady listening who hears what you're saying from a different perspective. Because I'm just a dude, right? As well, <laughs> I see the like what you're saying. I perceive it as a guy. So I'd love to know how ladies hear what we're saying. You know what I mean? Mm. If you're a lady out there and you're listening to this for whatever reason, I don't know why ladies would listen to the show, would they? I don't know. I, like, don't, I, I don't think so. I think it's a very niche market. You know what I mean? Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, ladies can like football too. And and I'd like to know, ladies, what's going on? Uh, Ryan, Ryan, what's your... Maybe maybe people don't want to email me because they don't want me to see it. Maybe they want to hit you up. Hawksley on... What are you on Instagram? Ryan James Tinline. Ryan James Tinline. He's the only one of you, right? Yeah. Okay, so Ryan James Tinline. Maybe slide in Ryan's DMs and go, have you thought about this? It doesn't bother me too much. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, and and you know what? I have to be open. Maybe I'm I want to be in a relationship, which is why I'm always asking other people. You know what I'm saying? So maybe I'm my ego's not letting me acknowledge this fact. You're letting your drip speak for you. What do you mean? Because now you started to to dress a little, a, a little, little what? more like you're taking inspiration from Paolo with the sneakers and you, always yeah, clean. Yeah. and you, and you, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm seeing these new hoodies coming through. Okay. Slim fit hoodies. I've always been in the slim fit game. <laughs> or are you saying not like this? No, no, no. These are, it's like you shop at Carol Boys. Yeah, the shop where I got this one is next to Carol Boys. Let's put a picture in social media. No, no, no. See what we... What, this top? Yeah. Oh, see what the people are thinking. Yeah, yeah. Because yesterday you and Barrett were having like some sort of like for once, I was out of the out of the fashion game yesterday, <laughs> and I see you and Barrett were taking over the office 
with uh, with what you guys were wearing. Barrett coming through with this Looney Tunes uh, smart shirt yeah. that wasn't colored in. <laughs> it was great. Oh, Barrett is something else. So Barrett comes to me. He's like, oh, you look good, right? And then he goes, oh, we're matching. Yeah. Which I interpreted as, oh, what a weird way to say you look good, Barrett. Because... I thought he just wants me to say he looks good. You know what I mean? So I didn't give him that satisfaction. I'm like, okay, that's weird. You should just say, what do you think I look like? You know what I mean? Yeah. My thing with people who ask me how they look is I'm looking forward to saying this to everybody moving forward. Oh, wait, I've got a mirror here. You look like this. Because people are too sensitive now. You know what I'm saying? Very sensitive. So, I mean, so yeah, Ryan, have you asked me all the questions so that you don't feel like I just made it about you? Have you asked me all the questions regarding the relationship thing? So you don't feel like, oh, I just turned it on you because it sounds like you, you were feeling a bit like that. You know what I mean? No, well, I mean, you did turn it on me, but it's okay. No, no. Are you, are you also open to, to a relationship now? What's, what's holding you back? I don't know because I don't know if I want to be in one or not. Am I open to it? Yes, but I don't know. Like, I, why, don't you, why don't you chat up some of those um, ladies who shop at Woolworths? What do you mean? Like at the shops? Yeah. Why not? That's weird. It is weird. <laughs> I was going to pretend like it wasn't. But yeah. It is. But well, she's buying peaches and I'm like. You buy peaches too? Yeah. <laughs> like, or what would I say? Like, oh, I'd like to see your peaches. What, well, okay, what? no, I wouldn't say that. I would say. Is that a bit strong? Yeah, yeah. It's coming on a bit strong. Yeah. I'd say you're getting sugar free. Oh, sugar free peaches. Yeah. I don't uh, know. Woolworths probably does that. You know what I mean? I don't know if Woolworths sells canned peaches, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, Ryan. I don't, I don't think I'm going to chat up the ladies at Woolworths. So if you see me at Woolworths, I'm not going to come talk to you. Like, that's weird. The lady's shopping. But if you want to talk to MKT. Don't do it. No, no, oh, no, no, mean, no, no. No, like, come through. No, do not. Please. I go to the Woolworths with earphones on. Don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. I'm not Kim Kardashian. Like, I, I don't like that. And it's weird because... What's weird now is people are starting to recognize me a little bit. Mm. And we are making a bit of noise. Yeah. Or so some, some, because some people are fans of this show. Some people are fans of the Gareth Cliff show and they recognize me off there. Uh. And I'm, I'm the opposite of, I want to be celebrity. Let's take photos person. But, but if somebody asks, I, I, I do take a photo because like if they're a fan without them, I can't get it done. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. But I, please don't come and talk to me if it's just like gossip chat. You know what I mean? Stay away from me. I'm not an ex- I'm not that exciting. Like I'm, I think I'm quite good at the job I do. Great. You're a good listener. Awesome. But I, I, I don't want to do. And also, it's weird if it's like a lady comes and talks to me with those kinds of intentions. It's weird. Would you date a fan? No way. Josh, Josh Groban. I once read a, a an article with Josh Groban, who. He said, he'd ne- you must never cross that line because once you've crossed it, right, you've broken that veil of you're a performer and they're a, you, you know, a fan. Mm-hmm. And once that's gone, you're gone. So no way, no way. That's out. Absolutely not. Like, I, I much prefer meeting people that don't know who I am. Like, don't know what's going on. I once met, I once met um, Reik Nietling. You know who that is? Yeah. yeah. Met him on, on the Gau train once. And what's he doing on the car train? Well, where, how else would he get? He doesn't have a car. 
No, Ryan, I've The man is one of the top athletes in the country. I think he has a car. <laughs> Why? So do you think having a car is like the height of sophistication or what? No. You, an A-list, almost celebrity-like figure in South Africa mm-hmm. from the sport that you participate in. Mm-hmm. So I would think you'd want to, like yourself, stow away from the public. Thus, have a car on your own, travel wherever you need to go. Throw uh, some friends in there if you need. Yeah. Why on earth would you take a train? Open yourself up to the public like that. To to come say, how's it high? Huh? Yeah. Okay. But also, having said that, you know, most people in even super... Keanu Reeves takes the train. Yeah, but none in this country. Well, the Gau train's about as nice a train as you'll get in. The Gau train's much nicer than any train you'll get on in England. It's a very nice way to travel. For now, till they let it go to ruin. Which is inevitable in our country. I just, yeah, I don't know. If you're a, like, you don't see AKA taking a train. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's because he, okay. No, no, fair enough. So you think, uh, you think AKA is a bigger deal than, than Reykjavik? Olympic gold medalist. Currently, yes. Yeah. But in terms of history, no. No, fair enough. And in uh, terms of relevance, I haven't heard from Ray, about Ray, Ray, what, Ray Nickling in so long now. So I was talking to him on the train and he said something really interesting to me. What did he say? Because, you know, he grew up in America essentially or that's when he matured. He's got that weird Afrikaans meets um, American accent thing, which is always off-putting, by the way. It's always like, huh? What? Oh my God. Um, so Rake said something really interesting to me was that in America, cause he's, he's a big star here, obviously, but in America, nobody knows who he really is. So that's quite nice for him. You know what I mean? Like even cause I said to him, well, you look like you look, Rake. I, I imagine that's a nightmare here because ladies are just like, Oh my God, that's Rake Nietling. And he's like, yeah, it's nice to be anonymous. And I mean, we didn't, we didn't really, um, he didn't tell me about the dating thing, whether he's a married person or not in South Africa, but he said, no, it's nice to be anonymous. And in that sense, it was easier in America to meet ladies genuinely when he was a, a, a rock star in university swimming than here. You know what I mean? Cause in South Africa, he, if you're recognizing, you can never be sure. You know what I'm saying? We're like, mm, mm. are you here for the money? Do you, do you want to steal my gold medal? I, I, no, I don't know if he'd say this, but I'm just, like, I know if I won a gold medal and I was Ray Nietling in South Africa, that's what I'd, I'd be like. You know what I mean? Although I do not look like Ray Nietling. Oh, my God. That guy. Oil painting. He's like Zendaya, but white. Yeah. Good for him. No, great for him. But that's what I'm saying. Get off the train. Or maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe he does. Maybe he likes to travel the train because it's a little more low key than a bus or a, an yeah. Uber. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's safer as well. He's probably thinking, ah, oh, in America, you can take the train. Let me just do that because it's the first world way to travel, actually. Okay, wait. How long ago did you see him on the train? Are we talking like about in the two last... years ago? No, Pre- not when he was there. Pre-COVID or after COVID? Pre-COVID. So, so maybe a bit more, three years ago. Get a car. Because now you can't get away with, with masks. Ah, no one recognizes you. So you reckon Reik Nietzsche should get a car? Huh? But what if he doesn't live in Joburg? You're also considering. You're not considering that. Maybe he lives in Cape Town. He probably does. Hire a car. Do you know what? Like, it's tough to explain to people with a car how much of a schlep a car is. Like, because you're saying, oh, it's all I know. It is such a schlep. So people always ask me, why don't you have a car? I say, oh, I'll tell you why. 
because I don't like having something that's like a big baby I can crash. Like you got to look after a car, maintain a car. Like I'm like, I don't like it being attached to anything. And a car is maybe the biggest commitment in the world and it's a depreciating ass. So the the freedom you feel having a car versus the freedom I feel to being tied to something and looking after it, no thank you, is is why I don't have it. It may be a depreciating asset, but it's also, you know, an opportunity. Tell me more. Because you can get places quicker. So for business, if like in my old job, mm-hmm. if I never had a car, I wouldn't survive. No, well, if you, you need know. a car for sales, sure. sure. No, I understand that. Mm. I, but Rake Nittling doesn't need a car. Like, where, where, where's Rake Nittling going to go? I just, yeah, I don't know. I'm, look, I just could be biased just because I need my car everywhere I go. But or, or I feel very uneasy not having a car. Yeah, or are you saying you've convinced yourself you need your car? Everywhere? No, no, no. Uh-huh. Like, well, why, why do you need your car? Everywhere. Independence. So what, why can't I, but I mean, what are you saying? I'm not independent. No, I, well, it depends. I don't want to rely on people to get me places on time. Yeah, so I Uber. No, but, but then, I'm, I'm very rarely late. But then you, you're relying on an Uber. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't want to rely on an Uber. What do you mean? I don't understand that. If it's, I can't get somewhere on time, I want it to be my fault. I don't want, I don't want to say, oh, sorry, the, uh, there's no Ubers at five o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Or the Uber driver wasn't driving fast enough. Or <laughs> the Uber driver was just driving too slow. No. It's just easier for me. Hop right in my car. Yeah. Boom. Boom. You're, you're there. Yeah. Ah, fair enough. Ryan but too. I mean, each each to their own. But yeah. you know, for me, I just feel lost. Like, especially one thing I noticed when I was in Australia. And if you go into the city, to the shops, like in the city in Brisbane, you can't get in. Or, or let's just say they make it difficult because in Australia you get assigned a parking spot mm-hmm. depending on the on the company where you work. Sure, but I didn't realize that that parking spot means you park there in any event. Like a parking spot there is more valuable than anything because I I went into the city in Brisbane and my aunt, my my godmother was with me, and we were there for about twenty minutes. Now I'm you know South African window shopping, look around. My aunt's like Ryan. On the clock, I'm like, don't worry, it's fine. She's like, no, 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 you know how much it is to park here? I'm like, no, it can't be that much. It cost $55 for half an hour. Yeah, that's 550 Rand. So they purposefully charge that to reduce the amount of cars that come to the city to reduce traffic. Mm-hmm. So you get dropped off by Uber, yes, but there's also trams, I would imagine. I, 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 yeah, there's well, there's, well, there's no trams in Brisbane that I saw, but. Um, no, it's, um, what do you call those? The ferries? Mm-hmm. Are they called ferries? Yeah, on the water. Yeah. F- ferries on the water, and then there's trains as well. Sure. So, going going to the city was quite fun. Without, I would, uh, my godmother forced me, you know, I'd never car. She forced me to take a bus, I'd take a bus, get off the bus, go to the ferry, mm-hmm. jump on the ferry, go to the city. Once I was at the city, do, do my shopping, jump on the train back because it's more direct. Mm-hmm. Then jump on a bus. Got you. But the one time I had to wait at the bus station for an hour because school just got out. Got you. And I had to sit with all the school kids. That was frustrating. So, yeah. I don't know. Public transport's not for me. If you want to know how this situation should work, go to Zurich, Switzerland, 
and, and realize what happens when human beings try. It, it's more convenient to use public transport in Switzerland than it is to have any car with any access. It's unbelievable. But do they make it like that? Yeah, of course, because they're sophisticated. They understand it's inefficient for people to drive around. It's a silly way to get around. It's super dangerous because people make mistakes. Super dangerous. And people are late. So you know what Swiss people tell you? You're late, not the train. So that's why they brought out their own watches. They're big on the time thing. Yeah, they started that a while ago. Swatch. Yeah. No, they've got slightly, slightly nicer watches than Swatch. That's like... Swatch is the... Swatch is the Taylor Swift of their watches. Okay, well... That's, no, it's like, that's quite big. No, it's just like, oh, it's popular. No, remember, popular doesn't mean the best, right? No, no. Don't no, make no. that mistake. But Taylor Swift's not the best singer. She's the most popular singer. No, no, no. She's, She's not, no, no, no. She's not Mariah Carey. Don't be ridiculous. Mariah Carey's a better singer. And if you don't, if you can't admit that, Ryan, you're not the pop, uh, pop king, pop culture king. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but are you going to deny that Taylor Swift doesn't have talent? Compared to Mariah Carey. Be honest. It's like saying a Breitling compared to a Swatch. Come on. Oh, but are you saying, wait, are you suggesting Taylor Swift is even in the ballpark with Mariah Carey in terms of singing? Yes. What are you talking about? Mariah Carey can hit every octave there is. I know, but I'm saying Taylor Swift's a horrible example because she's still good at what she does. Uh, again, don't confuse popular and good. I'm not. So you're saying Taylor Swift is in the ball. This is crazy what you're saying. It's not crazy. I'm saying there are way worse singers out there that have to use autotune. Taylor Swift is still great on her own. Super produced. Right, come on. She's a pop star. Have you watched a live concert? Mariah Carey. I, I can't believe we're even having this conversation. Watch a live concert? But, but are you... So you're suggesting it's even a conversation to have. Like yes. who's a better singer? No, I'm not saying who's better. I'm saying they're at similar levels. Of doing what? Mariah Carey just has that more experience. No, of doing what? Are you saying that they're at the same, similar levels of singing? Yeah. Ryan, what, what, what? There is no way. What, what do you reckon? And you know sound. What do you reckon Taylor Swift's range is? Taylor Swift has very decent range, though. Mariah Carey has all of the range. So not de- so Mariah Carey doesn't have decent range. She has all of the range. All of it. Literally. Scientifically proven. I, I just think it's a horrible comparison. <laughs> horrible. That's, be- that's because you're a Taylor Swift fan and the truth is hard to... <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Pop- uh, again, but we live in a time where popular and good... Like, again, Swatch is Taylor Swift and Breitling is Mariah Carey. Like, very few people are going to get Mariah Carey, right? Very few. But everyone's got a Swatch. Can afford it. You know what I mean? A Breitling's for the CEO of Nestle. We'll agree to disagree. Now let's uh, agree to agree that Mariah Carey is a way better singer than Taylor Swift could ever dream of being. She will ne- like she has a talent cap. She's never getting to Mariah Carey. Let it go. She's not hitting the top four or five octaves. You know that. I know that. Shout out to Taylor Swift though, because she's making all of the money. But, or, or, you know what Mariah uh, Taylor Swift's secret is? What she does country music. You know, America, like a lot of people don't realize this. To be big in America, you've got to be obviously in the culture. Most of America's like Midwestern farmers. She's a country gal. That's Taylor Swift's actual secret. I think a lot of people think she's like Beyonce. She's not. No. She's country gal. Play on that. And shout out to her, by the way. I do like her. 
I do like Taylor Swift. Not her music, not my thing. I'm like, you're terrific. Like Drake. She's like Drake. Great pop star. But come on, Ryan. <laughs> Compare him, Ryan Kerry. This is the MKT show. I mean, it's getting ridiculous now. MKT show. This is a sports show where we're going to talk about football now. That's how radio shows sound. What, when they make the big announcements? Yeah. It is time for the news now. That's why nobody listens to radio anymore. Like, nobody talks like that. Don't you think it's cool? No. Because nobody talks like that. That's why, why I think Joe Rogan got 500 million, uh, what's it, 500 million dollars. Because people now are like, oh, it's weird. Because people know now it's fake. You know what I mean? But I miss the production value in like what they used to do in radio. There's not much of that anymore. Because it's not natural. It's a lie. People but don't it, like the lie. No, but it's it's just it's different from everyday life. Like you can have conversations with people all the time. But hearing that, it's the Uncoach Show. Oh, oh, oh. And we're going to be talking about sports. Sports, sports, sports. You have nowhere else to be. E, E, E. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like that. I mean, I respect them. Like, it's a different medium to what I do. And I guess I'm not trained to do that. Not trained to do this either. But I, I guess it's because I don't like the the kind of the fake vibe. You know what I mean? One day I'll show you my radio voice when I have it, when I have it down and I have it confidence. I've been working on it for a little while. Oh, really? Yeah. But why? What? Because I still like it. I still do those productions whenever I can. You know me. I like to have fun with, fun with sound. The whole point of sound, right? And that's why podcasts are taking off. Is because you use your mind to create like this alternative universe it's called the theater of the mind there's yeah. already there's already a term for it. yeah yeah and i like that because you know you're not relying on anything visually you can sit back and just so for podcasts you can just pretend like you're having a conversation sure i listen to podcasts all the time yes but then i also like having the radio on like my thing for me is right when i travel and i'm not just talking because i haven't traveled much so i've traveled to australia and you know Oh, and you, yeah, you love us. Like, like in terms of international, I'm talking about anywhere you travel. I'm talking about like even if you just go to a different province or state or whatever you travel to. I like to put on those radio stations. Like, I always ask people, "What do you listen to?" Like, what's the radio station here? Sure. Because I like to pick up the vibe of the people. And look, it may not be accurate every time, but I do like to hear, like, what's what's the vibe in those places? Got you. And that's why I think as much as radio isn't everyone's favorite and slowly it's you know i haven't been listening to a lot of south african radio i do think it's important to have because podcasts are just international no one knows where we broadcast from you know where other people broadcast from you just have these voices radio it's so location based and it's so nice when you when you rock up to a new place put on the radio station let's let's hear the vibe like what do these people get up to on a friday night and you hear the host, you know, the host at the most on the Friday night mm. coming in to, <laughs> to, 
to tell you where it's at, what's what's the latest stuff. What do they listen to? Like, it's a, it's a whole vibe for me. Mm. That's why I do like it, and I hope it doesn't die out. But you know, it is what it is. I don't think it's gonna die. Uh, you know what I think it's like? It's like anything. Is that when it's when something is new and old, it's always it's always at its worst. Because ultimately, there's a sweet spot to always say there's still brilliant radio. Yeah, but but as with anything brilliant, there's very few of those. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree with you. So what you got to do is find good radio. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, and I'm not one for like radio is absolutely dead. It's all podcast. I am in terms of consumption, but I think as with anything, the the like after I get over myself, it's like. The sweet spot is somewhere between radio and digital. But can I tell you also what it is? It's it's the change, as we spoke in the previous segment. It's the change in culture now. Now not everyone has a car or needs a car. Mm. So there's no radios in the car. Yeah. Then to listen to radio is just a pain. It's easy to just jump on the podcast app and click on a podcast. Because also, it's, it's also like, because really the, the reason you'd listen to radio now as opposed to when so I can only speak for South African radio, when sure. radio was radio between I'd say 1996 and about 2008 is when South African radio had those massive characters. Yeah, and maybe it's because they were from my era, and maybe Giants. maybe I can't connect with the new era. Whoever's on radio now doing the morning shows, I, I don't know. Is the morning show still a big thing on radio now? It is, but uh, I agree with you, and I and I love radio. I can't connect with the new radio. With, with with the new personalities, they just they don't make them like they used to. And I'm not being that old guy. Mm-hmm. They market things differently now. Like they market the show more than the people. Whereas back then, it was the people more than the show. Mm. And that's why you'll see, like our like our friend uh, Mac G. Mac G was big in radio. I used to listen to Mac G's show all the time. What station was he on? He was on nine four seven. What time? I th- uh, I think he was from seven. 7 p.m. Sure, that would be tricky to have him on radio. He's No, he, no, no, but he was on radio for years. Yeah. Oh, really? He was on radio for years before he started making the podcast. Then when they the thing with radio, right? They've become so cutthroat that like football, their contracts are 3 months. Yeah. 3 to 6 months, 6 months if you're lucky. Back then, I remember uh Jeremy Mansfield on 947. He had a 2-year contract with 947. He wasn't going anywhere, and he knew. That's why the shows could be good. Now, you're on for three months. Show us numbers, or you're out. And so when Mac G wasn't getting getting the numbers, or he wouldn't be re-signed, I don't know what the story was with him, he was like, okay, I need to, I need to rethink my brand here. What, what am I going to do? And he's now one of the biggest podcasts in South Africa. In Africa? In Africa, yeah. And I, I respect his work because I used to listen to him. I was a big fan. Sure. You know, it's tricky now, again, to go back to what you're saying. And I think you made a great point. It used to be people used to wake up to listen to Gareth Cliff, John Robbie, DJ Fresh, who, whoever. You, I don't know who was the morning show. It was Fresh ever morning. He did go to morning. Um, 94.7, I think. I think, yeah. It's, it's anyway, whatever. Like people would wake up for these guys. And again, maybe I'm biased to my time, but it was five in Metro, sorry. Yeah, and and here's the thing, right? Is there's now I feel like the whole the only reason to la- listen to radio now, for exactly what you're saying, is music. Mm. I, I I almost feel like now the people have been reduced to 
just link the advert instead of make a show. Because making a show is what we do, right? Yes. Like Joe Rogan is a show. Conversations, it's sticky, you disagree, you know. Mm. There's a show, there's there's something. Substance. Um, Stern is doing a show. Oh, you know what I mean? So good. There's content, there's... And it's not even current affairs. It's, it's human relations. Interviews. You know, Howard Stern's talking about human relations, not the weather or what the ne- next politician's up to. You know what I mean? He's, he, he's doing, he, he's the greatest. He's the greatest of all time. There is no, but there will never be Howard Stern again. No. You know, he's used that same microphone for his whole career. I didn't, I didn't know that. And I'm, a, and I'm a huge fan. Listen, Sirius XM was built for him. Yeah. No. I 100% agree. But today, because I can go and pick my music now, radio's greatest challenge now is how are you going to stop, how how are you going to get me to stop listening to the music that I like? Because let's face it, and this is difficult for a lot of people to hear because it sounds like I'm trying to be cool and edgy. Pop music sucks. It's It just sucks. I want music that connects to me not made because pop music's made for the masses, right? Mm. To be popular, not good. Pop, like people must realize this. And I'm not trying to be cool, edgy guy. Pop music is made to be popular, and we know now through science we can make ear hooks, right? We we, we can make those ear hooks, and they are real and they're embedded in every pop song you're listening into. There's a reason why you go bing bom bom. You find yourself bobbing your head. That's been neurologically researched. For every ear, there are certain uh, melodies that are so pleasing to us without us knowing that it's laid into most songs, right? Which is why most pop songs have the same hooks. Like if you listen to most pop songs and you strip them apart. So people now, though, are saying, no, man, you're not going to force me to like Britney Spears like you did in the noughties. No way. I like Scandinavian indie with a, with a hip-hop feel. You can find that now. Yeah. I like if if I don't like like you're saying you you like Taylor Swift I don't like Taylor Swift why are you forcing me to listen to that and I believe if if they don't solve that problem I give radio ten years so online radio is busy solving that problem sure I'm sure you know iHeartMedia one of the biggest media industries in I would say the world no, but I, it's its main focus is in America sure and they actually have a cool system so I listen to. Uh, Z100 New York is my favorite radio station. And they have a system. Every time a song plays, you can give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And they take that data and analyze what the people want. But now iHeartRadio, the app, actually, it takes what what songs that you like based on, on you know, all the thumbs up that you've given and all the thumbs down. And starts creating online radio uh, stations based with your songs, which is so weird. So are you saying I could listen to a different Howard Stern show to, than you or, or, or Z100 to you? Because you know when you hit the jackpot is when it goes to a break, it plays my favorite songs, not Ryan's favorite songs. Yeah, I, I don't think it's there yet. But I think Ryan Seacrest does stuff like that because Ryan Seacrest, I'm sure you know, everyone knows Ryan Seacrest. Come on. He does pre-recordings and sells his pre-recordings. That's why you think he's on... Because he's on Kiss FM Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. He's also on uh, Z100 New York. He was on 947. They actually got him for a bit. But what I figured out is he actually goes in the studio, records hooks, um, you know, and then sells a show. That's how he does it. Then all the radio stations have to do is buy the package. 
he doesn't timeline it, doesn't do anything like that, keeps it pretty broad, you know, and then sells it, and then they just have to schedule songs. So I think that's how it's going to start going from now on. But also, with Spotify and all of that kind of stuff, you can now make your own radio stations. I mean, I have one. Yeah. I did mine. So I would just I'd, uh, record myself saying whatever. Okay. With, with whatever music I wanted. Yes. Because it's all on Spotify. Uh-huh. I playlist it. And then I would just insert my, my hooks into the into the playlists and then people can just listen to my show. So that's also like a new thing that's coming out now. The person at home listening can also just turn into a radio host. And that's what I'm saying is how do radio keep up with that now, right? Because that's such mm. a personalized, like Spotify and um, Apple Music have changed the game, right? Is because radio always used to be basically like voting. It's about the masses. Yeah. Now I say, no, no, thank you. I hate what Ryan hates, uh, uh, loves. I mean, mm. you know, I want what I want, but there's another part that radio can't deliver on when I want it. Mm. And, and until ra- radio solves that problem or goes back to the model, which you, I think you said it so well just now, make it about the personalities. You've got to bring back Gareth Cliffs. You've got to bring back Fresh. You've got to bring back whoever like i haven't listened to radio, john robbie I, I keep making the same references uh burks um like like unless those that comes back because now and if you don't believe me in a world that's obsessed with my experience me 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 rogan's winning all right no, R- rogan won and the podcast guys are winning right because they're personalities exactly they're person so it's the old thing of people buying to people as much as I love Taylor Swift or whoever it may be, I'm not buying into her music. Like, I know you just want to advertise at me. Like, we know now. The problem for radio is we know now what you're doing. Yeah. You, you, you actually don't care about me as a listener. Rogan cares about me, right, is what it feels like when he's talking, which is, again, it's natural conversation. Is This is the challenge for radio is that stop advertising at me. People, so, people hate that. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a slippery slope because even podcasters are are starting adverts now, and so we work with Paolo. He specializes at how do you how do you advertise properly? What on radio? On, on, on podcast. There, there there are ways to advertise so it doesn't get annoying, like you're saying. Yes, but no no, uh, premium. Thank you. I'm out. Yeah, but I'm saying there's even advertising in your premium. Like what you don't notice. Yeah, and it's only you know if you really look for it. For the people who just watch podcasts or listen to them, there's little Easter eggs that people put there on purpose. Yes. Like that drink that Rogan has on his desk. That's placement uh, advertising. For sure. No one knows that. And and they don't say, no, this is brought to you by Prime Hydration. No. This, that's somebody's paid good money to have that bottle uh, sit there yeah. through the whole episode. No, 100%. And because then you know what? You're like, ah, I, lo- I love Howard Stern. He's... He is my, you know, my idol. Yeah. And, and he drinks prime hydration. <laughs> only, only winners. Uh, only winners drink prime hydration. You know what I mean? But I also don't want this to sound like I hate radio. I don't because no, no, I, know. I, I, think it's, I, I think it's one of the greatest things that's ever happened to mankind. I honestly, I genuinely believe that. Communication of a, of a, of a, I'm trying to think of how to describe it. It's just, it's mass communication. Yeah. 
And it's also, we're, we're, we're human beings are, are evolved. So I'm not saying this like a chakra vibes. You know what I mean? <laughs> is the hard wiring is you need community. And we haven't figured out how to do community like radio yet. No. E- even podcasts are struggling with that. Right? Is po- podcasts are too, they're almost too individual in experience. We're getting there. But as you say, it's the thing about radio is Netflix has become the new background, the new background sound. Mm. Radio was the background noise. Yeah. When you just want to sit and work, you know what? Put the radio on. Because I don't want to feel alone. Yeah. And, and, and also ambiance. Remember, yes. radio can be yes. ambiance. And it, it's, like, it's like, have you ever found yourself at a restaurant just enjoying the hum of people talking? Yeah. Because in silence, it's weird. It's ambiance as well that matters. These things matter. Um, you, you know, some people will go work. People, I mean, they are douchebags. Obviously, they've got a, an, an Apple Mac. But the douchebags will go work in their, with their Apple Mac and man bun at a restaurant. There's a reason for that. We're creatures of community. Yeah. The hum is not, you don't like it because you want to overhear people. It's because it's deeply embedded in your genes that you need community. Herd culture. Say with like, okay, there are other people here. The natural neurological connection is I'm safe. Because everything's about staying alive, by the way. Your brain doesn't care about marshmallows. No. You think that. Your, your brain wants to survive. That's all it wants to do. It, it does nothing else. Mm. It goes, let me form patterns to stay alive. That's all I care about. And you know, you said, you said something earlier that that's actually just really hit me now. You're right, actually. You know, I know I mentioned that they need to bring back the personalities, but you emphasizing it has just made me think about it even more. It's so true. I mean, that's the reason why TikTok is is so big. Mm, mm. The reason why all these, because there are these people, like people will essentially sell. People will sell. Mm. Not, you know, not the brands. Like the brands are are big and whatever. But like my favorite, like that's the 100 station that I listen to. I listen for Elvis Duran. Got you. He's the, like, when it comes to that, Elvis Duran is the guy that I'm there. To, I'm, every radio station plays music. I'm gotcha. there for Elvis Duran. Yeah, yeah. You're right. We need to bring back the people. And, and I don't know if radio are willing to do that mm. be, be, because it gets a little spicy with people. The thing about people is all of us, by the way, all of us are knobheads. All of us are, anno- like, irritable. All of us are, are melancholic. We're capable of riding that wave to the bottom of the sewer, right? You've had days where you wake up and you're just like, none of this is worth it. I hate my mom. Ice cream sucks. And trucks are terrible. <laughs> like, we've all had those mornings, right? Nothing. <laughs> no, but you know the mornings I'm talking about. Like, you get out of bed, all of it's awful. Like, yes, my mom makes horrible eggs. Is your first thought out of bed or whatever. You know what I mean? We've all had that. But radio won't tolerate that because you gotta be. Yeah, it's the place you go for for a good time. And guys, that's not real. Which is why Rogan's real. Uh, Gareth was real. Um, uh, Reddy Tabi at her peak was real. Howard Stern. Real. These are real people that'll tell you, I hated that. You can't say that on radio. You, how dare you go on there and be negative? But now, sorry, I'm going to Howard Stern because he'll tell me, I'm having a terrible day. I had an awful coffee from this company. No, but because that's real life, right? It's not yeah. real for the 
advertiser who's paying to be on for you to say, oh, the coffee's unbelievable. Stern doesn't do that. He'll, like one of my favorite parts about Stern is he will tell you, when a, are these people paying us? <laughs> this coffee's terrible. <laughs> Get it out of here. <laughs> and Ben Stern will tell you, went to a restaurant last night. It was terrible. And, and he'll tell you the name as well. I like, like he will tell you. <laughs> I went to a restaurant. It was awful. But we're all like that, right? We've all been to Woolworths and you bought apples and like six of them were rotten. That's real life. Yeah. Life's not perfect. And this idea of being perfect. But again, like you said, it's almost like radio serves as like a movie for your ears. Yeah. And it, we know, so you've got to suspend belief for radio, but there's a, there's a, there's a skill to that. Very few people can create a theater of the mind instead of basically just being words between adverts. And, and that's, that's where we are now. But shout out to people what they're doing. I don't want people to lose jobs either. Like, I, because if you just a, a radio hater is there's a lot of good people working in radio and perhaps the, the industry is just a, what they call a white elephant and isn't changing. And, a lot of people are getting caught up in bad systems. It's like, you, you know, sometimes in South Africa we'll blame, and I guess around the world, you sometimes we'll say, oh, our police officers are terrible. But sometimes people are victims of bad systems and bad leadership. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's a lot of good people in radio, I would imagine, because I, I don't really know too many, who are trying. But if you're stuck in a bad system, I don't care how talented you are or, or how dynamic you want to be. You, you know what I mean? If they're, if they're just like, hey, it's still 1980. <laughs> What do you do? Mm. And ultimately, this is the power of what we do, right? Is that we're like, no, we, we like this part of radio, that part of radio. We'll take that. But now we, we like this part and 26-year-old people live like this. They don't live like that. They don't sound like that. Nobody talks like that. And, and I hope people can find a way to transcend it. But anyway, let's, um, let's quickly talk about the top four, by the way. Chelsea drew to Brighton last night. Mm. See that, right? Oh. The memes. You watched the game? I didn't watch the game. I got him quite late. But the memes. <laughs> Did you see the one I put in the group last night? It's amazing. If, uh, if Lukaku was a shooter. <laughs> I mean, it's a picture, a picture of, of Tupac. But <laughs> old. old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the internet's brilliant, isn't it? Oh, man. I couldn't come up with that stuff myself. You know, I wish I could, but it's hilarious. The internet's undefeated. So um, I still think we must be very careful in the, uh, with football. Is we get caught up in our in our emotions, and I think ultimately this is my top four, and it, it hasn't changed. I think Man City, I still think Chelsea will come second. Although they are, if Liverpool win all of their games in hand, they'll be seven points ahead of Chelsea. But I just don't see that holding. Not because I don't think Liverpool are fantastic. They got a brilliant manager. That they're well set up with two of the best players in world football. I just think the quality of Chelsea squad eventually quality overcomes, right? Especially over the nice thing about league campaigns. And as we're seeing now, Chelsea winning the Champions League doesn't mean they're the best team in Europe. No. Cups are, you've got to have a couple of good evenings. Yeah. In, in league football, you've got to over 38 games. You know what I'm saying? Can you bring the heat for 38 games in between cups, in between that? And ultimately, the league title tells you what you are. And I think Liverpool, again, the injuries are starting to come now. We're starting to see what's going on. And listen, we can see what they're like without Salah. We were seeing it now. And he's going to come back. And I love how people just presume Sadio Mane and uh, Salah are going to come back after an extremely stressful tournament. You think they're under stress for Liverpool. What do you think it's like playing, being Mo Salah in Egypt? 
By the way, that's a question I wanted to ask you yesterday on the live. Yeah. Who pays their salaries? No, uh, no, you got a federation for that. Or, or, or no, they still get their club salaries. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying when they go out to Afcon, yeah, do they get additional salaries? Of course, of course. So standard, or are we talking? Okay, Salah, you no. you're one of the biggest football players in the world. No, he's not getting Liverpool money. No, 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 no. So he's getting just pocket. There's change. a whole negotiation. I would imagine that they're getting probably somewhere closer to. So this is a big part, right? In African football, you ever heard like Samuel Eto'o was p- playing some of the um, Cameroonian guys' wages? No. Yeah. Oh, no, real thing. The big players do that because the, our federations in Africa, we have to be able to say this, are uber corrupt. Yeah. Yeah. No, real problem. So they oh, so they, they have the option not to come. Of course. I just thought once they called you up, you are like, ah. Oh, oh no. Do you, do you mean players? Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You, you do not have a, that option. So uh, if you don't um, remember the story, uh, the greatest holding midfielder of modern day football, Claude Makelele, former Chelsea and Real Madrid fame. Uh, tried to, um, there was a situation with Chelsea where Makelele wanted to retire from international football. Didier Deschamps wanted him and FIFA had to step in and they said, if you don't, cause you actually can't retire. If the, if your international team still wants you, you can't retire. And FIFA said, okay, if you do not come and honor your call up, right, you may not play for Chelsea. And there was a whole, it got, oh yeah. Oh yeah, real thing. Go and look it up. That's so hectic. Then there was a battle. I didn't know be- that. Yeah, but uh, then there was a massive battle between. Um, uh, no, no, sorry, it wasn't Deschamps. Then it was. Uh, I think it was the Raymond Dominic era. No it, way. Yeah. No, so you, you can't actually retire. It has to be like amenable between you and your country. It, it's not just I'm retired. Screw you guys. I'm playing international football or, or club football. It, it's a legal conversation. Because your country can call you up whenever they want, yeah. And if you don't honor that call, you may not play club football. But then surely, um, is it Watford, need to be uh, punished? No, because they – so I've looked well into that story. There are parameters of when the, the paperwork needs to be in. Oh, so it N- was Nigeria late. were late, yeah. Fax machine and all that. But <laughs> – yeah. Still, if anyone can help us, who makes those fast yeah. No, no, but there are <laughs> rules. Nashua. Yeah, there are rules of when you have to alert clubs uh, and certain – so international call-ups have to happen within certain windows with a certain – and if, yeah, if you don't fall within that. But, yeah, it's a real thing, hey? It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, but African players get paid pocket change. Uh, England guys – so there was a time when England players had donated all their international salary to charities. So guys weren't taking any money home. Yeah, because they were probably, you know, flights were paid, food paid, hotel paid. They were just like, we just go on holiday. Yeah, it's basically that. Play some football. No, no, for England. But England players are sent to be corrected. I think it's 100,000 a game. Wow. So they get paid. I mean, that's the richest uh, FA in the world by a country, ma. Yes. You know, how much do you think those Ghanaians got paid? Because Ghana must be paid. That's a good so question, angry. dude. That's a good question. So remember, Bafana Bafana were earning like 80 grand a game at a stage. No, no. It's good money. No, we get paid proper. And the Egyptians, the North Africans are properly run as well. It's as you said in in the previous podcast, I think yesterday, the PSL pays well. Oh, yeah. People are quite happy to stay here. Oh, yeah. And the North African countries, you you know, I, I think there's a cultural misunderstanding across the world. But within Arabia, I don't know if people know this, corruption is not tolerated. Oh my God, you go there and you're corrupt. Listen, my mother lived in Saudi Arabia um, and she told me, and Egypt. 
you get caught for corruption. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> there are there are real consequences. Not like in South Africa where the laws is a bit of a suggestion. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. when you're ready, come see us at the courthouse. And uh, Sharia law, by the way, very, very different animal. It's not a suggestion. You go to Saudi Arabia, you can leave $2 billion in, in cash on the side of the street. You'll come back, it'll be there right down to the last penny. Now, in the Western world, people say, yeah, that comes with a, there's another side to, to Sharia law. But I'm just saying that they are intolerant, which is why something like Dubai is possible in 15 years. You know what I mean? It is possible. You know, that's one thing. <laughs> I see the memes in South Africa. South African Twitter, by the way, unmatched. Yeah, un- undefeated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they and they said, you know, because um, I think the ANC's been in power for what, 27 years. Uh-huh. They were like, we're still trying to get used to things. <laughs> and then they put a picture of Dubai. And it was like, 20 years ago, this was desert. Now it's a full-blown, well-run empire. Yeah, if you want to see... What a lack of corruption can do for, for anything. Singapore is the greatest example of the modern day era. Lee Kuan Yew, if you haven't heard him talk. Now, because the West has just come out of sort of the Cold War, Slobodan Milosevic, and that whole time, is we're very sensitive to anybody who looks like a dictator or, or has any of those inklings. You know what I mean? Sure. But Lee, Lee Kuan Yew, you go and listen to... So, so in Singapore, right... The first thing he did, anybody who had been implicated, not had committed corruption, anybody who had implicated corruption in Singapore, he came in, arrested, you're going to jail, not we were going to trial and anybody who'd been implicated in corruption, jail now. You're done. Go to Singapore, it's the greatest greatest country in the world to live in right now if you want to be serious. Sure. I've read this. I ha- have you been to Sing- uh, Do you know? I'm sure your dad's been to Singapore. I think my mom went. Ask her. Ask her what Singapore's like. Every So I have two friends who live in Singapore. So they say it's like living in a movie. Sure. And that was, I mean, we're talking about. Probably 15 years ago, it was rubble. No, maybe, no, maybe a bit more. About 25 years ago, it was rubble. Yeah. That's one thing I noticed when I went to Australia. Like, my godparents brought me out there to show me that they just really want you to see what it's like out of South Africa in terms of, you know, corruption's a main thing. And when I went, it, like, you, you open your eyes as to how much is being overlooked this side of the world. You know, what those politicians are doing. And I don't idealize a place like Singapore. Listen, you got to do... You know, to get things done, you gotta do some ugly stuff. Yeah. You gotta arrest people. You gotta be strong, you know? Yeah. Singapore. I can't wait to go there. Maybe we'll do a show there. We'll do a show from Singapore soon. Cool. It's expensive to live there. <laughs> but nice things cost money. That's just the way the world works, you know? Capitalism yeah. 101. Do you want stuff? Yes. Make money or get the hell out of my shop. It's the MKT shirt. My name is MKTTTTT Radio Radio coming up. Ba 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 ba. DJ turn it up. Ba 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 ba. Shout out to Kesha, dude. Hope she's recovering.
TikTok. TikTok, and I stop. I don't know the lyrics. I always do that thing. It's okay. It's all good. Shout out to. I was with a, a friend of mine this morning. Oh, yeah. Went to an, a meeting, and we used to say he looks like Teo Cruz. Oh, I don't remember Teo Cruz. Of the, oh, you've met Shimmy. You know Shimmy. Oh, yeah, Shimmy this morning. So, yeah, for about two years, we called him Teo Cruz. We didn't call That's him. That's awesome. Next time you see him, look how much he looks like Teo Cruz. I will. I just... And Vincent Company at the same time. <laughs> he looks like a, he looks like a slender, uh, Vincent Company. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Matched. Yeah. So. It goes on and on and on. Oh, yeah. Uh, something, uh, 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 tonight. One of the biggest so one hit wonders. Yo. Uh, oh, that song's great. It goes on and on and on. Goes on this uh, 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 Like it's dynamite. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out Who to Who would have thought he would have only written the second biggest song named Dynamite? <laughs> what was the biggest one? BTS. What was the uh, BTS is what the K-pop band. K-pop band, huge. Uh, yeah, but that, that's uh, the like this, I'm like dynamite. Have you never heard the song? Uh-uh. Oh, sounds amazing though. K-pop is a vibe. Huge. K-pop is a vibe. Yeah, K-pop. no, I love K-pop. K-pop is a vibe. And BTS are doing it. Yeah, the 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 lead singer's besties with um, Juan. Um, what's it? Is it the Calders? No, no, no. It's uh, <laughs> no. Who's the Tottenham guy, man? Um, what, Dele- no, no, the Korean guy. Uh, oh, uh, Human Song. Yeah. You ever seen them? Like, no, I haven't. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. They're, yeah, they're, they're besties. It's excellent. Son is a hero to me. A soldier. He went here to do conscription. Do you remember? He, no, but he didn't have to. No, he went. Yeah. Did, remember, he was off for Tottenham for a while. Yeah, yeah. No, but, he, he went. Yeah, yeah. But did you... He didn't do the full conscription, though. Yeah, yeah. But, so... It seems in Asia, I think you have up till the age of 28. And it was his final year. Yeah. But the thing was, if he won the cup for... Korea. For Korea. Oh, did he win it? He won it. But he went as well, like out of honor. But yeah, they won, so he didn't have to go. He like, didn't have... full thing. Yeah, because otherwise you have to do two years. Two years, yeah. And so he was going to have to quit his football career and go. And the only way out was if he won and he became... They have um, a special athlete yes, uh, exemption. Yeah. But playing in, in, in the Premier League is not that. It's only if you're a gold like, medalist or if, if you win the football in the Olympics or something along those lines. And I can't remember which tournaments he won. But he scored the final goal. Good for him. That allowed him to stay. And now he's K-popping with and BTS. And now he's K-popping with BTS. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? Oh, man. That guy. He's a vibe. And he's one of the hardest working footballers. He's a vibe, dude. Yeah, he's like he's good at football. He he like he doesn't. You don't hear noise. Mm-mm. Signed a new deal with Tottenham, so he's he's loyal. Like loyal people are really rare as well. Yeah, you you know it's weird, dude. I think there's conscription in Denmark because I was dealing with somebody for as you know I get my glasses from Denmark, right? <laughs> yeah, a real story. Yeah. And a guy who was helping me, he's like, oh, sorry, I'm away at the army. I was like, what are you talking about? There's no fighting in Denmark. And then I Googled a bit. <laughs> and I think in Norway as well. 
crazy. Like you think these countries where like they'd just be what painting pictures of bunnies <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean, as like hard work. Still sending their people to war or to prepare for it. Can I tell you what it is? And I know because I've spoken to a lot of adults in South Africa because uh, South Africa is the same thing. Mm-hmm. My dad had to go to the army. Of course. And I think he was there for two or three years. And then you had the option to stay on mm-hmm. or you could. But you had to do two years. Yeah. And a lot of the people who I speak to, I say that's the reason why this country has gone soft. Mm-hmm. is because lack of discipline. Mm-hmm. Lack of that community, as you say. Yeah. Now it's just every man for himself and do what you want. And there's, and there's, I find a, like there's not a lot of respect for, for the older generation. Well, you know, in my house, I was raised a certain way. And so I just don't pick it up when I walk the streets. <laughs> of the streets of what? The West Rand. <laughs> it's under, it ain't easy out in the West Rand as well. The streets are puddles and things. It's tough out there. It's a minefield. And uh, if you're checking out a guy's Becky as well, you come say, hey, you're looking at my cheek, but yeah. you know what I mean? You have a problem here. Yeah, meet me in the parking say, lot. Ryan, do you have a problem here? Because I'll clap you, but don't be looking at my cheek like that. West Rand Streets. Smack you into next week. Oh, I have it. <laughs> yeah, Donnie, leave him alone. No, please don't. Aren't those, those are the best fights. He did nothing wrong. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> The best fights are when there's girls involved in the background. No, don't. Shut up, you crazy. You know what I mean? Like, now the <laughs> other girlfriend gets involved as well. I love that when that happens. Like, I, I remember back in the day when <laughs> we, we used to get lit. And, uh, like, I'd be – because it's going to happen everywhere, right? And I hate to cast these aspersions, but in particular in the south of Joburg, there are, there's just a special breed of human beings out there. I don't know what they're up to. But the girls out there seem to have a little more flavor. Not only are they happy to be sideline, get away from him, you crazy. But they're also, I promise you right now, if you don't let him go. And then they'll get stuck in. The girls in the south will get stuck in there, throw an elbow in there. So, <laughs> But those are my favorite fights where a lady's involved from the background. Yeah. Leave him alone, Gerald. No. Stop it, you guys. Oh, my God. Somebody help. I love that. <laughs> Do you know, I love it. I just, I can't get enough of it. No, it's hilarious. Maybe I'm sick. You know what I'm saying, Ryan? I think it's, uh, it's about perspective. I sense I would say. It is about perspective. Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Spurs. That's my top four. That's how it ends. So Man City up top, eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, give it to them now. It's a procession from here. <laughs> yeah. Now we're just playing the game for fun. Just to for the mathematics to yeah. make sense, yeah. For the money. That's yeah, it. put a lot of money in well, there. Well, the advertisers have already paid for 38 <laughs> games for every team. That's what it is. Spurs, I suppose, getting it together now with Antonio Conte. Yeah, they're organized. You've got to be organized. Mm. And now Son's starting to bring the noise because with talent, you just need to organize it. And then you let them flourish. And also Kane is like a fence sitter. So Son is like, okay, well, I'm just doing my job. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm just score goals. Yeah. I'm going to be BTS and me. We're just going to be superstars. Get out of here, Harry Kane. Oh, man. Conte's got them organized. And the other thing about Conte is he'll make your team nasty. And to win, you've got to be a little bit nasty. Yeah. Got to have a bit of what we call bastard. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, no, he's definitely. I knew he would, though. Because. Conte in, in, uh, 
Didn't we win with Conte? Yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. After, remember, Arsenal beat Chelsea, I think, 3-0. Changed yeah. the formation to 3-4-3. Victor Moses at a right back. Alonso at left back. Title. We killed it. Yeah. Title. Conte in the middle. Hazard. Phenomenal. Diego Costa. Oh. You, you ever seen the interview with um, Antonio Conte where he goes, whether you like me or hate me, I'm a, uh, either way, I'm a winner. I'm a serial winner. He, him that. saying that. That's awesome. He's awesome. Great hairpiece as well. Yeah. That super really flourishes. Yeah. Especially when he's angry. Yeah, and he really will get angry. He's passionate. He's Italian. He, he, he's, your, he's your racist American depiction of an Italian. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There's like... Like, there are microphones that aren't meant to pick like the those managers up. Yeah. But it's it's the crowd microphones to pick up the crowd. Yeah. And they pick him up. <laughs> like that's how that's how far and wide his voice goes. He feels like he's just saying Mamma Mia the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I like it just watching him he's just like he's I don't know, I think it's an Italian thing. He's very expressive. It's like you don't understand me. Look at me. <laughs> And for those of you who can't see, I'm on the podcast. I'm moving my hands in circular motions yeah. and making him. You're doing a lot. Full of myself. You're yeah. doing the most. Yeah, yeah. And he's, you know what? To be that level, though, you need to be that crazy. Yeah. Like, because you need your leadership to have that level of crazy. You know what I mean? Like Fergie always, it always felt like. I wonder if he's got a gun at the game. This guy. Fergie you, was kind of like, you watched for subtle like hand motions. Yeah. Because, you know, if you maybe clicked a finger, that play was done. Like, <laughs> he didn't show much. Like, it's called skullduggery. Oh. Wait, what what's about? skullduggery? Like a little bit of underhandedness. Where yeah, you, yeah. Where you're never sure, like, like, am I just seeing things? Or is this person doing something which is, is, isn't kosher? Do you know what I mean? It's like he's got that one... Uh, monocle. A monocle, yeah. yeah. It's called a monocle. And he's, and he's, like, just got a black book. Like, that, that's what I feel like Ferguson was like. Because... Conte at the time was running up and down, shouting, yeah. screaming, swearing. I think he even got a couple yellow cards. <laughs> I, like I want, I want to feel like my managers maybe have a sh- has a shank in his jacket. You know what I mean? Like a little bit crazy. Yeah, yeah. no, but Chelsea know how to pick him. I mean, even Tuchel got a yellow card. No, no, Tuchel, Tuchel he'll get in your face. <laughs> he's the nicest guy in the world. <laughs> no, but he'll get in your face, that guy, because he's a winner. But you see, Tuchel for me, when I see him sit down, I know it's a problem. Yeah, then, then it's no good. Because huh? then I know he's lost interest and the players are done. As soon as he's up, standing up and like on the sidelines, okay, I know things are stable. Things are looking good. The moment he takes that seat, I'm like, ah, forget it. That's the game. Call it now. It's like Jürgen's a vibe as well. You know what I mean? Is he, he's having <sighs> a full go, that guy. And, and what I like about Jürgen is that he doesn't apologize for having a go. No. He, he'll always be like, oh, well, I'm sorry that the ref had a bad game. <laughs> like, he'll, he'll take it there. That guy, he's a, he's a vibe. He's, he's the guy you want as your manager. Yes. Because he, he also feels like a bloke you could just call, call up for a beer. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, he's the people's champ. He, he's the perfect manager for Liverpool. Yeah. Cause, I cause, can't picture anyone else... Uh, doing, doing what he does. Yeah, because he, he's like a lad's lad. Liverpool's a lad's club. It's a working class village. And he's like, he's perfect. Passion, you know what I mean? And when we win, let's drink. That, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is, is that, uh, what was that from? Beer, beer Pong. Or what's the movie? Let's drink? Uh, I don't know. What's the... Oh man, they, they, then they go to... But I feel like he's got his favorite pub. And he's like, 
Let me take you boys to a real pub. It's the movie I'm thinking about. I don't know. Is, is, is this the movie where they where there's a they like America sends their their drinking team to Oktoberfest? Do you know the movie I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, I thought that it was sounds that ridiculous. Yeah, it's, I think it's called Beer Fest Beer, and it's got oh. that blonde guy who's always that role, like silly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know the guy I'm talking about? I don't. I, I know the character you're speaking of, but I don't know the guy. Hold on, I, I have to Google this now. Uh, <laughs> beer. That sounds ridiculous. It sounds like a drinking movie. Beer remi- drinking movie. It it reminds me of that movie with uh, with the Jamaican bobsled team. Uh yes, beer fest. No, it's called beer fest. The movie's called beer fest. Have uh, you not seen it? No, I need to go watch it. Let yeah. me add it to my list of movies. It, it's 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 dude slapstick hilarious. Who's the who's the role there? Who's the main role? Um, I don't know, Jay Chandra Shah or whoever that is. Okay. But but hold on, let me find the blonde guy who I'm talking about, who's yeah, always that's, that's that's what I want to find. He's out. always that hilarious, ridiculous role. Yeah, but he plays himself in every in every movie. Uh, These movies are racking up here. Have you seen my list? Every, every time you say watch a movie, I put it down on the list here. Yeah, but we know you're not going to watch it. Just like um, what you might call it. Ah, I watched. Look, I'm taking one off. Watch that one. What's that? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, no, half a tick because there's two movies, so you should okay, half a tick. Yeah, you get one. half. Eric Christian Olsen is the guy I'm talking oh, okay. about. Yeah, he's always himself in movies. He is ridiculous, that guy. But yeah, beer fest. It's a. So you ever heard of Dash Boot? No. Yeah, in that movie, there's a Dash Boot <laughs> situation. So. So yeah, Man City, Chelsea, Spurs. Who do you think is going to be top four if you're at home at the MKT show? Ryan, what, what do you think? You think Chelsea can come second? I really want Chelsea to come first, but uh, you know what? Even I of what <laughs> the PSL. <laughs> yeah, I know. Lately, we've really been off, but we did have a chance. We did have a chance. Yes, we blew it. But the, we had yeah, a chance. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning, at the beginning of the season, we had a chance. But I'm saying, like, the unfortunate thing about the Premier League now is every every team. I don't care who you are or who you support. You cannot deny how good Manchester City is. Like, Manchester's blue. There is just... So it's good. not even... And that's that's the funny thing about the Premier League. We've always been... It's always been a league where you can give banter. And, you know, my club's better than yours, even though Arsenal's been six for, like, the past seven years. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, they still manage. Like, fans cannot deny how good Manchester City yeah. is. It's just, it's just one of those things. They are sensational. I mean, what is going on here? Have we got somebody mowing the the lawn? Like, <laughs> no, what's going on like here? Inside, <laughs> is there somebody with a lawnmower inside? So if you can hear this at home, I'm pretty sure it's coming across. Surely they can hear I, it. I can hear a little bit in the headphones. I keep taking my headphones off to hear if it's coming through. It's definitely quite loud. Although it probably doesn't, because these mics can't even pick me up if I go over here. But but that kind of background noise has a different frequency. I think yeah, that yeah. Ca- I think that carries. Yeah, yeah, it sneaks through. So if you're hearing that, so if you yeah, if you're hearing, in case he's not cutting the lawn while doing the podcast. No, I'm not mowing the lawn. <laughs> I, I don't live in a place with a lawn. I mean, I've got a lawn in my backyard in a complex. You know what I mean? So, oh, somebody said I lived in four ways this morning. By the way, on the Gareth Cliff show, I said I had to put him in his place. I said there's a billionaire who lives on my road. Please, I don't live in four ways. Be Carl De Santos, the guy's name is. By the way, your um. The place where you stay is fake. Go ahead. Because uh, we went to your place the other day to pick up something mm-hmm. for the TikTok Live. Yeah. And I saw checkers delivering groceries there. Ah, no, I thought your place was only full of Woolworths people. 
So, oh, so you're saying it's, is that person fake or my fake? No, no, no. I'm not. I'm saying those people. Because it looks like a palace. What are Shanatel, uh, um, who's, who's with us last night? Mpoor. Mpoor. Mpizi. What I was trying to tell him last night is, I found a great description of how your complex looks. Go ahead. You know that one scene in Aladdin, when, <laughs> when Aladdin's on the carpet and he goes up to Jasmine. Arabia. And they're at that, and they're on that balcony on the outside. Oh, I know exactly what you're saying. And he's like, what's it? I can show you the world. Yeah. <laughs> I can give you that feeling. Yeah, exactly. You've, yeah. you've got those balcony terraces no, like that. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. There's like a tiger in your... <laughs> but I live downstairs, so the tiger <laughs> might... Because you got to have floor unit in that type of setup as well. I'm right by the pool as well. I don't, what's, know, if, I don't what, know if you saw what's that. What's Jasmine's tiger's name? I don't know. I don't That's know. hilarious. Abu's the monkey though. Yeah, yeah Abu's the monkey. I wouldn't be surprised if you had a sultan living <laughs> <laughs> in, in my complex. It's hilarious, isn't it? Uh, so yeah. But yeah, I don't live in four ways. Like, let's get that clear. Yeah, it's just... like, put some respect on my name. Do I look like mm. I live in four ways? But yeah, I mean, I will clap out, but so you say checkers, huh? Checkers. The, checkers the, the, the problem now with where I live is that you can't control who lives there. You know what I mean? Obviously, no kids. We can kind well, of control that. Yeah. Your neighbor sort kind of, of bypassed that. But he's moving back to India in May, so <laughs> thank goodness. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, also, I walk past my neighbor every now and then, and you know when people make eye contact like they want to say hi? Like, no, I'm not talking to you. Mm. You've ruined my life. You ruined my December because your baby was crying the whole of December Yeah. when I want to relax because I got a little outside porch, you know? Mm. Just want to sit out there, read a book. Sweet Aladdin. I can show you that feeling. By the way, I have something that uh, I want to speak to you about before we end. Yeah, no, no. Tell me everything you want to talk to me about. So, the latest victim of Newcastle got rejected, by the way. Go ahead. Eden has it. So they made an offer? No, no, no. He made an offer to them. Wages too high? They said no. Sorry. So his agent probably pitched up there said, Amanda, how's it going? Great jawline. Um, we got a fat guy who wants to play football. What are your thoughts on fat people? She said, oh, my God, I used to be a model. They're terrible. And then uh, the guy, how do you think the agent told Hazard? Like, oh, dude, uh, but don't worry. I bought, you, I bought you six burgers. It's fine. Real Madrid are, are willing to let him go for a lousy 26 mil. Yeah. Well, that's. Pies will do that to uh, you. And they're like, oh, thank God. It was stop eating all our food. Really? This guy's costing us his wages. Yeah, we're going to save money. Yeah. No, 26 mil. It's an investment to get rid of him. Guys, eating out of, you ever heard somebody say you're eating us out of house and home? Yeah. Yeah. It's eating has it. This guy's like a, a human, uh, like, like, uh, what's it? You, what are those, um, destroyer things? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's talking about, yeah. In America, they got those. It's like a drilling machine, but it's those big ones. Well, not a drilling machine. Um, it's to grind like waste. Oh, yes. Um, it's a, I forget what they're called, y'all. Yeah. I know it's... Uh, you know, my, my mentor has one of those at his house. He also has his... You ever been to a house where someone's so rich? Maybe, it's, maybe, maybe I'm so poor, but the vacuum cleaner is in the wall at his house. So he's got a couple of pipes set up in the house. So if you go into the lounge, you, so it, it, it looks like a light switch. But if you flip it up, there's a pipe in there you can pull out and connect to a vacuum cleaner. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a wild, eh? I've never seen it. I'd never seen it until this year. Oh, no, no, no. Last year when I went to his house, yeah. My godparents just have that um, that robot. 
So every every day they they yeah. just kick the robots and he just gets out of his little thing. Do, doesn't do corners. Doesn't do corners. Yeah. But how sick is that? No, that's awesome. Pipe in the wall. He's a, he is that in South Africa. I've never seen that. No, I've heard of that. With money, you can get anything. Right? And trust me, I saw some things. I worked in construction before this. Yeah. Uh, inside, no. He's very much in Sandow. Yeah. That's awesome. Wait, so is the vacuum cleaner in the wall or, in or just the pipe? The, well, no, the pipe's in the wall. Okay. But you just connect. And, but, and, but does it use a bag? Yeah, it's got a central collection point, but it's in every room, by the way. So like lounge, kitchen, there's a new, yeah. And, but there's a, the, the dust goes to a central collection point, racks it up, get that out of there, clean that up, put the bag back in, and we'll keep moving, grooving. We're still a, still a billionaire. God, people are clever. Aren't they? Human beings are the best. You know, I went, when I went to Australia, Australia. I, I, I'd throw the trash out, mm-hmm. and they had trash bags with handles. But I didn't know you got that here. I was, I just. trash bags with handles. What are you talking about? So when you were done with it, then you, you pull out the, the handles. Yes. And it ties and tied. To it. I, yeah. I have those at my house less than three kilometers. I know you got those. That's and then I, I just didn't realize our house just doesn't buy them because they're a little more expensive than your regular trash bags with no handles. Oh, do your parents keep things tight at home? I, what? Listen, I can't blame your parents. I've got three kids. So you guys what? must be eating them out of house and home still. I wonder if your parents are going, I love these kids, but why not bloody hell? Because <laughs> your dad's probably your, your dad, and, your mom and your dad are probably thinking, you know what? Because your mom's probably been looking at like a what's it like a the Q5 or whatever, you know? Like he's really nice. Oh, no, she just got one. Oh, a new. No, I told you. Remember? Oh, okay. Well, you don't say what car she has, but yeah. she's got a new car. Yeah, she got a V Dub. I tell you what's happening. They like. It's kind of like the people who overstay their welcome. Because <laughs> how, how old is your sister now? Uh, 24, 23 or 24. 20, and she's got a degree and she's a teacher, hey? She just got a degree last year. Shout out. That's she, awesome. She got her first, uh, proper, well, it's sort of, she got the job as she sort of graduated. So congratulations to her. That's an awesome thing. A degree very rare in South Africa and in life, by the way, congratulations to her. Shout out to Unisa for making it hell, but you know. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> degrees, hell. You know what I mean? You know, shout outs for not answering your phone or emails. Was that, when I was at November? Oh, no, at any stage. At any stage. Oh, Unisa nightmare, huh? Uh, I feel sorry for people who study with Unisa. But, um, you know what? The ability to work a job and get a degree, well done. Well done um, to her. Yeah. Um, does your other sister have a degree? Working on it. Okay, all right. She's also with, with Unisa. So. How old is she? So she must be, I think she's about 21. Okay. Uh, 21, 22. It's a little bit annoying because she's going to take a bit of time after her degree. I'm saying annoying for your parents, not for me. I don't live at your house. Oh, no, but she, she, she also has a job on, and she, she works on her and she has the inheritance that she, yeah, but, but still, it's still, your, your, I bet your parents are like, your mom's getting this car. She's really letting you guys know. It's like, okay, um, so, you know, have they spoken about like downsizing it? Like, oh, we saw a nice apartment. No. Yeah. You can expect that conversation. That's asking you guys to get I've, the hell out. I've, I've been looking. I've been wanting them to, to do that. What? Downsize? Yeah. So you guys can get the hell out of their house and stop eating them out of house and No, home. just just so that they can have a nicer place. Smaller, less maintenance. Because oh, the what house is a lot of What about you annoying regrets? Though? When are you getting the hell no, out? Then, Maybe you and your sister should... The, your, we, you and your one sister should get an apartment. You know what I mean? We, we make a plan. No, well, you know, COVID just complicated everything. Things were going like that. And then COVID came through and 
you know, eventually everyone just moved back in and we're like, what's the point of paying another 8,000 Rand month place? Yeah, that's life is expensive, but COVID's also done that to a lot of families now, you know, what uh, people have moved home. Yeah. A lot of people were like, this is, you know, financially people lost their jobs. Of course. That's downsize back at home. That's why I don't really, I don't judge people who, who are still staying at home. Like, you know, as long as you're not staying there, not doing anything. Although your parents are still probably going, <laughs> like, bloody hell. I don't know. I I don't, think, is I, your mom like into anything like arts and crafts or, or like Sudoku or something? No. Because they probably want, they, she's probably looking at your room going, this would be awesome. For she uses trip. my room as an office. That's what I'm saying. Because I, 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 you know, I have a studio at home. I bought the nice desk, set myself up pretty nicely in there. And so when, whenever I'm at work, she sits there and uses it as her office. And she's probably been measuring it out like that. <laughs> it would, like, this would be amazing for a sewing machine over there. <laughs> Once he's out, you know what I mean? I'm going to paint that wall green. Yeah. And <laughs> this will be where we have book club or I don't know if your mom's into that or like whatever she's into, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I think a parent's dream is like after we're about 19, they can't say it, but they are sick of us. It's, it's tough to hear that. I think as kids. No, but also, one thing my parents always say, because I always say to them, you know, I need to start looking at moving forward and stuff. And they're like, you know what? The world isn't what it used to be. It's not as easy to move out at 18 as it is now. That's because they're nice people, right? In the, what they're really saying is thank. Like, because how many times have you said one thing to someone and then you go around the corner, you go, this freaking... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They're probably well, thinking, not me, but... Really? You just you say what you mean? Yeah, but I'm also Mr. Nice I remember. But I think your parents are like, no, right, not. The world's changed. We love you. They're like, okay, tell you what, let's start measuring up his room now, but don't tell him. <laughs> like, excellent. We love where he's going with it. Let's pretend we support him. Like we love him, but geez, probably not though. Your parents are probably loving it. Like you say, people are. Do you think people are enjoying having their loved ones home? I think so. Because the world's quite disconnected, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've always had a migrant family. Like My dad lived overseas when I was young. Mm. My mom lived overseas most of my teen years. So I've never really lived at home, you know what I mean? I haven't lived at home since I was 13. So for me, I'm like, it makes no sense to me when somebody's your age and lives at home. I'm not not in a judgy way. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's not my reality. I've, yeah. nev- I've, nev- I've never been home since 13 years old. I went to boarding school. Never been home. Moved out. I, I, I left home while I was still in boarding school. I went straight from boarding school to England. I've never been home. So, you, so you reckon, you, you, you think with the COVID thing, obviously people losing their jobs is a terrible thing. Like, I'm not even making a joke about that. That's awful. Mm. Right? Well, how do you think that's gone for families though? How's it gone for your family? Like having people around, obviously you've had a tough year losing your grand RIP. Yeah. Um, you think it's been a good thing for families to move back together, or you think we got to get back to normal? No, I think it's. I'm not saying it's a good thing that it happened, but I think it's not the worst thing in the world that's happened. You know, my dad doesn't now live at the office till eight o'clock at night anymore, the way he used to. Sure. So he's he works from home, and so everybody sees each other a little more than what we used to. Is that good or bad? Good, but it also does complicate you know a lot of different things 
but but, but it's, there's more good than bad uh, from my perspective. But I think as with human beings, yeah, yeah. I know, well, listen, that's a good way to say it. Human beings, because there's bad in all of us, right? Annoying in all of us, knobhead in all of us. But m- most of us are good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you're a uh, a serial killer, they aren't good. I mean, I know a family. The dude got divorced. He's like 30, 30 something. Got divorced. Uh-huh. Wife kept the house. He had to move back in home. Crazy. Divorces are real. Did he have kids? No, no kids, luckily. But did, did they already own the house, or are they still paying the bond off? I don't know. I, I don't know if the house is in her name. I don't know. Did but, the wife work? Yeah, yeah. Was she the breadwinner, or was um, he the breadwinner? I don't. Is, know is he a baller? Well. No, but I do know his his family overall is quite... Okay, so it's not a problem. No, but I'm saying, still, you know, imagine having having that. Like, you've been out the house for quite a while now. Now you have to move back into your... You've been out the house, what, five, six years? I love my mother, but after three <laughs> days, I'm done. I'm I, Like, I'll go home and three days, I'm done. I want to... Like, uh, three days and I'll go stay at my cousins for a bit. Like, if I'm... The longest I've been home is like a week. And then it's like, okay, I'm out of here. I'll, I'll come visit here. I'll leave my clothes here. I cannot imagine being back at home. Like I had my mom here for two weeks. I remember. You and James. Yeah. And well, James's mom didn't want to stay at his house because he lives in a slum village and, um, <laughs> has a terrible bed. He has the, he has the same bed he had in high school still at his house. Ridiculous. Same like 144 thread sheets. And his mom worked for 25 years in the corporate world. In fact, in the hotel industry. So she's like, I know what good linen is. There's no ways I'm sleeping at this bum's house. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's no way. I love him, but no way. No way. My mom was here for two weeks. The last three days, I was ready to kind of throttle her. You know what I'm saying? I still want to meet your mom. She's electric. I think she'll be cool. Yeah, she is. She's excellent. But she doesn't need to visit for more than two weeks. It's too much for me. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, i got to be honest. I hope she's not listening to this. She listens to the show. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I... MKT, too much MKT's mom I'm sorry and she's like over the top as well it's like after a while it's like jeez this is what being married must be like no thank you <laughs> Ryan <laughs> good stuff today pal <laughs> you too sir good stuff today uh, Ryan James Tinline he's a super music lover likes Taylor Swift likes music pop culture Chelsea his mom his dad his sisters and other people he likes. He's a good guy. He's a very good guy. Try, you know. Goodbye and a good guy. You know what I'm saying? That's it. You trying? I'm trying. No one's perfect. No. Keep rocking, right? Hannah Montana said so. James Ilsley, good guy as well. We've had a great year with him. Uh, Senzo Stebek, good guy as well. Paulo Diaz, fantastic guy as well. You know what I mean? Got some good people in my life right now, Ryan. You know what I'm saying? Welcome. He's, he's never oh. he's never on the on the mics, but. Welcome Phenomenal human being. Machine. Yeah. I got some good people in my life right now. Very good. I do. I, I really, I, I've got some, j- just the core crew and like I saw my mate this morning, Shimmy. Sh- Shimmy's great. Phenomenal human. Is he coming back on one of the watch alongs? Yeah, yeah. No, he'll be back. He'll awesome. come say how's it. But good guy. He's going to come say how's it. Got to go. <laughs> Old Pierre. So, Paul, if you didn't see the the watch along last night, and Paul said, yeah, he's a lacquer. <laughs> Remember someone called him Paul Watt last night? Yeah. He is, he is pretty Watt though. <laughs> uh, isn't Paul like, cause he grew up in a but yeah, yeah, his, 
his his also he, those comments on TikTok were unmatched last night. Keep them coming. I say yeah, PD sounds like a what? He yeah. says your mom he says he's your mom's favorite yellow bone that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have the greatest day of your life, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Mbulelo Kaele Tutinta. This has been the MKT Show. And for now, we are the hell out of here.